If you are in Sydney or Melbourne, listen up because we have some exciting news for you. Listen. Yeah, listen. Saturday, July. (laughs) Melbourne, we are doing Do Go On The Quiz Show live one night only or one afternoon only. Part of the Replay Festival at Comedy Republic on Saturday, July 6th at 3pm. This is 2024. And then the next weekend in Sydney, we are going up for a live Do Go On podcast at the fabulous Ritz Cinema on Saturday, July 13th at 3pm. Also 2024. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. Listen. 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 And get tickets. Buy tickets. Tickets at Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to another episode of Do Go One. My name is Dave Warnke and I'm sitting here as always with Matt Stewart. Hello, Matt. Hello, Dave. But uh, someone's missing today. But don't worry, she's been replaced <laughs> by the fabulous Batch Bitch herself. And I say that in context because she's from the Batch Bitch podcast. Yeah. A returning guest, three Pete. Please give it up for Naomi Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. Welcome back. Completing your trip titch. Great to have you here. Thank you. I was going to do a whole bit about how I'm actually Jess Perkins, but oh, did yeah. I ruin that straight oh, out the top. But that's okay because um, I've taken improv classes, so I can just roll with it. Oh, great. You can roll with being yourself. <laughs> yes. <Good> and <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> let's see. Let's see your best Jess, all right? Okay. Now I'm, you know, I'm just going to say something to you okay. like your Jess. Okay. Okay. Let's see how they just play out the scene. What, le- what level improv are you up to? Oh, great. Level two. I did up to two. So we great should be you. able to do this together. Well, just for, okay. for scale, how hard does it go? All the way to the top? I think 78 levels. Is yeah. that right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. It's probably level three. <gasps> what? You're but up to it level wasn't three. Level I'll try and keep up. Different... Okay. I'll All try right. and keep up with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's standardized anyway. All right. Here we go. It's absolutely <clears> not. <throat> hey, Jess, what have you been up to? Oh, uh, when. Um, uh, been to the beach. <laughs> Classic. That yes. is good. Yes. <laughs> she loves the beach. She's always in Thank the water. You. She Thank is. You. She's a real water, water baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. Now we probably should explain Jess's absence. So She's she dead. was rock and rolling, pa- rock and rolling. <laughs> rock and rolling. <laughs> she would say, quote unquote. <laughs> um, at the uh, it's a music- funny name for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was at the music festival Splendor in the Grass on the weekend. Let's try with Childish Gambino and the Hilltop Hoods, I believe, who were a late replacement for Chance the Rapper. 
brutal. <laughs> and Jess is also there performing some comedy up there. I imagine she had a great time, but sadly, she has come down with a hardcore she has case come down. of Chance the Rapper. Chance. No, she's come down <laughs> with the flu. Yes. Is it festival flu? Dave, why were you doing inverted commas when you said the flu there? Seems a bit disrespectful. I did not do inverted commas. Well, I only just remembered that she's she was at Splendor, so I don't believe she has the flu. I think she just has a huge hangover. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Anyway, I look, I like to take her at her word. <laughs> I trust her. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be listening back to this. So hi, Bob. <laughs> we are sad that she could not hey, make Bob. it here, but she did send a message through Matt to I read out to the listeners. I said uh message just before we started recording. I said, Any words you want us to share on the show? And she said you know what word I want you to say, and then an emoji of a peeled banana. So I, I don't know what what word does she want me to say. Uh I feel like you probably know better than I would. It's definitely banana. It's her go to oh. word. Is it? You tell her think of a word, and she always thinks of banana. She does always. She's always oh, thinking of funny. bananas. But yeah, well, unfortunately, she hasn't had any improv classes. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, she's only a grade one. And. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why she's sick because she's been saying banana and not eating enough and getting that potassium. Amen. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So get well soon, Jess. But thank you so much for coming back, Naomi. Appreciate you having here. Hey. Having you here. But people Jess's want to. is my gain. People want you here all the time. I'm, really? Didn't, I mean, this is a Patreon bonus episode, but you were, you landslide one best guest or most. <laughs> Favorite guest or something, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, that's right. So at the end of yeah. uh, at the annual uh, Do Go On Awards, aka the Golden Shinies, the Golden Shiny Garys, <laughs> the Golden Shiny Garys. <laughs> we did a, where we uh, got the Patreon people to vote for their favorite guest, and you were a landslide victory, a real Thank slap you. in the face to Nick Mason, who appeared on multiple episodes. I did, and also if you added his votes up from the multiple episodes, I still beat him. <laughs> Absolutely, so that, that felt good. I have to say. It was a lot closer when you added up his multiple. Uh, we were, but probably... I still won. <laughs> Damn right, in a landslide. Yeah, yeah, the people's champion. Anyway, we so should much. should we start the show? Well, before we get into that, we've got to quickly shout out to uh, some great cities that we are coming to over oh, the next few months. Oklahoma, Ooh. sadly, is that a state? That is a state. Damn it, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City, Indiana. No, we are coming to Brisbane in two weekends' time, August the 11th, the Sunday afternoon. There's a Brisbane in Oklahoma. At the zoo. Yeah, there's a zoo there. No, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. We're coming there. Whoa. I'd love to tell you I have no idea how many tickets we've sold because the ticket report somehow is not working. I assume that there's like four left. So if you're one of the four people that want those tickets, get in quickly. It is only two weeks away. Uh, We're coming to Sydney, which we announced last week on September the 21st, a big Saturday night show at the Giant Dwarf Theatre. Fantastic. We had the best time there last year, so we're hoping to back that up again this year. And uh, coming over to Perth for the first ever time, also na- announced last week. And a lot of people bought tickets to that, so thank you very much for the people that did that. Not a huge venue, uh, which is the Comedy Lounge, and that is November the 3rd. So ages to go. It's so going to be real fun. Please come. Show. In the wild, wild west. <laughs> oh. And... Uh, <laughs> If anyone wants tickets to those, just go to dogoonpod.com. How about that? Oh, I put them on the website. Oh, yeah, you the put website. them up there. Oh, you made them accessible to people. I did that. That's smart. I did that. <laughs> you are the brains. There's a couple of shows I would wouldn't mind quickly plugging if that's okay. David, I'm doing a comedy show with Jess Perkins this week. Who's that? Next week. Uh, she's sort of like your. She's who you used to be. She's right. your past. Oh, She's just somebody. You're the future. Come on. Yeah, I feel like the future. On August the 1st, it's called the Amazing Travelling Comedy Tour, and it's on at the Knox Community Arts Centre in Bayswater. 
Well, do we sure? have any Bayswater Ooh. listeners? Dave? We do, and you know what else Bayswater has? A Dairy Bell Ice Creamery. Not many of those left. I oh. suggest you go and get a, a celebratory thick, thick, thick shake, shake after the show. Yeah, Dairy Bell, great the, spot. So me and Jess are doing it, and it's uh, there's a few others, including headliner Dave Callan. So that oh. should be a real fun show. The Dancing Man. The Dancing Man himself, and Jess and I are also doing our show Razzle Dazzle uh, in Brisbane just after the live Brisbane show on August the twelfth. 13th and 15th or 12th, 14th and 15th. I forget which one we have the day off on, but one of those. Anyway, there's three shows, definitely one on the 12th, <laughs> definitely one on the 15th, possibly one on the 13th, possibly one on the 14th. Couldn't be clearer. Can you tell that I didn't book that show? <laughs> I didn't put that on the website. <laughs> Are they two different shows? The, first, the one in Bayswater is called Amazing Travelling Comedy Tour. Right. So that's like a stand-up night where you get to see, what, five or six comedians, I'm hosting it with yeah. and oh, Dave okay. Cal. And Sonia Diorio and the wait maybe someone else wait wait for it Naomi were My and God. I are just waiting for our <laughs> invite to the gig. Who is? Yeah, will it be we'd us? love to come. Will it be us? You both quit comedy. What do you want? You want me to drag you out of retirement? Okay, stand up is stand up comedy. Comedy. How Sorry. dare you? <laughs> Sorry, you are still. Do I need to talk about my three levels of improv again? <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, you're right. When you're right, you're right. I apologise for that. That's okay. Big time. I Elitists. Really Thank you. Elitists in this town. I still have a yellow belt in comedy blog writing. Right. So <laughs> thanks. You can find out details for all that at mattstuartcomedy.com. It's Nick Kappa. He's the other one. mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. Wow. Nailed it. Absolutely <laughs> nailed it. All right, we're going to crack on with the show this week. And uh, if you haven't heard the show before, what we do here is take it in turns to report on a topic. It is my turn this week to report on a topic suggested by a listener. And Matt and Naomi, you guys have no idea what I'm about to talk no. about. No. Hey, oh, Naomi, we're the SAS twins. Are we? Oh, yeah, that's the thing you, uh, Jess and Matt do when I'm reporting. Okay. We're very sassy Great. when Dave's Sass reporting. Sass the shit out of me. I think. Right, is that's that what my it default is? mode. Basically, it's like I'm a teacher and you're bullies. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm already a bully, so this will be easy. Hey, Mr. Warnicky, your face is dumb. Uh, As an example. Thank you. May I have and another? And I'm going to kill your family. <laughs> Sassy. Oh, relatable. Should I pull it back? <laughs> oh, that's so, about Jess's level, I think. Okay, good. So as this is coming out tomorrow, over the last uh, week or so, space has been back in the news. Oh, yeah. Big time, big time. Oh. 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing, which I did a report on way back in the first... Ten episodes of this show. Is that what you mean? 10, yeah. Is that what you meant by back in the news? Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to talk about the Area Fifty One thing. Oh no, no, I'm talking more about uh, yeah, the moon landing fiftieth anniversary. Okay, D- Dave. Different. different. <laughs> Dave does. He works in memes. That's his day job. Is telling Peter Halley what funny videos and Do memes not are. Work in memes. That's funny because not 10 minutes ago I tried to explain some memes to you and some people. I do people. not work in memes. I work in news, but uh, I, you would be better at working in memes, let me just tell you that. But I don't understand your job, I think, Dave. Uh, well, one day I'll explain it to you. Are you a memer? I'm not a memer. Okay. In fact, I kind of despise memes, but here we go. All, All right. right. Well, that's a really vague thing to despise. But Are they, are they comedy? Are they? Also, oh. I don't really like gifts. I mean, they're... Never sent a gift. Communications don't like for gifts. vehicles. No. You don't <laughs> like gifts. don't like no. gifts. Short you know videos. what I hate? MP3s. <laughs> no, when people post them and they go, how original am I? GIF. And you're like, oh, okay. You hate reaction GIFs. Yeah, sorry. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. No one is saying, no how original am I? They're saying, I couldn't think of anything original. Exactly. That's, That's what I'm saying. I, I love using them. You know what? I also hate JPEGs. 
<laughs> MP3s the worst. and JPEGs. Oh my god! Kill god's me! Like, just use PNG for God's sake. <laughs> I'm not so arrogant to think that I could reply in a way that Will Ferrell's face couldn't. Like, what? Do you, who do you think you are if you think you you can reply better than Daffy Duck? Shitting himself or something like that. Oh, I can. Love that I cannot. GIF. I cannot think of any gifts. I mean, that a was a dog looking funny. Ma- Michael Jackson eating popcorn. Oh, that yeah. one that people always post under. Th- yeah. It's like just leave the internet, please. Yeah, there's one. It's an image of like a sausage dog, and it's like shaking its head. But it was clearly, literally a picture, and they've just animated it so it looks like the dog shaking its head, and it's really upsetting. Mm. That's maybe the worst. Are one. you on my side now? Reaction gifts for sure. They make me want to die in a hole. Thanks so much. That's what I meant. I didn't mean. Just I don't hate the 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 concept of a gift. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's just a it's just oh, a, a style of file, right? <laughs> love yes, the file. It's a file style. It's a file type. If you invented the gif, I apologize, Dave. I'm well, you funny. Your last tweet. He pronounces it gif. Oh really? Yeah. Well, he is wrong. He is he's, wrong. He's, on that. he's back on the bed. He probably also <laughs> says memmy for meme. Are you uh, finding my last last tweet? Was it a gif? No, it, it says. It's, I'm just going to reply to it with a GIF. Great. That'll rile me up in about two hours when I get home. Uh, <laughs> all right. First GIF that comes up I'm replying with. Everyone send And me it you. is Will Ferrell. <laughs> he's a great giffer, as Ron Burgundy. Anyway, we should start the show. And what's he doing in the GIF? He's nodding. <laughs> Cap- the caption says, agreed. <laughs> it all doesn't right. really make sense to your tweet, but... I just want to pee you right off. Thank you. Well, I'm right up here. But the uh, space was back in the news. And we've done, I've done a couple of space reports. This is completing my triptych of space reports. I've done the Challenger Space Disaster and Apollo the 11. But Apollo the 11. <laughs> Apollo the Creed. <laughs> my question for you, as we always ask to get onto the topic, is who was the first person in space? Me. Ooh. Ooh. Is that true? Lock it in. No. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, first person in space. That's right. So I've talked about NASA and their American space mission. Do you agree with Peter that animals should have personhood? What? Is that something Peter Jones? No, pe- people for ethical treatment oh. of animals. <laughs> Well, I certainly don't believe in all their crackpot theories. <laughs> they are a little bit militant for my liking. Because if you yeah. do. They kind of just let every other cause go by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because, but if animals. I do, what would you say? I'd say that that rat or whatever the first thing was up there. An ant? Was it we, an ant farm? We're talking people. Fruit flies, I believe, are the first Fruit animal they sent up there. Yeah, right, because there's been a few great chimps. Yep. But I think it was nearly always cruel to the animals to do that to them. Nearly. Do you reckon (laughs) putting them in a tiny isolated thing that would be very confusing and shooting them up out of a rocket? Nearly always. There was a couple of times where they had a great fun time. (laughs) They thought they were fetching a stick. Do you have any answers to Person. It is a person. Um, Um, Not an astronaut, but a cosmonaut. Yeah, it's like Vladimir. It's like, um, Sergey. Serg, Serg, um, Here we go. This is uh, turning uh, Sergey south pretty quick. <laughs> Sergey. Vladimir no. Sergey. It's not Vladimir nor Sergey. Oh, there's a Bob, there's, John. I reckon I know this because I saw it. There was a cartoon that I saw once, and it was named after an old cosmonaut. What's it? Give John me a letter. Uh, first name. I'll just give you the first, first name. Yuri. Yeah, Yuri is what I was thinking. Last Yuri name. the Spaceman was a cartoon I saw once. Last name? Slav. Serbanov. Gagarin. Well Gagarin. done. Yuri Gagarin. We did it. Oh, is, first... that, is that Lady Gaga's dad? <laughs> yeah. 
She came to America. She dropped the brigand. Garrig. She just dropped what? Just yeah, dropped the ring. She, she dropped the ring. The ring. She dropped the ring. Uh, I'm gonna drop the ring. Right You're gonna there. be stuck here, but I don't know about this ring. Remember this ring. Uh, this was suggested by Michael Gledson via Facebook. This is in the old old hat from oh, years ago. Wow! Before we automated the pre hat hat. Before we met at Jack the Hat McVitie. So thank you, Michael. Hopefully you're still listening about three and a half years later. <laughs> we finally did it. So hopefully you're still listening after this long and tedious introduction before we get to the report. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, so do you guys know anything about Yuri Gagarin? First man in space? First no. person in space? Uh, he was Russian? Well, both. Or he, maybe he wasn't Russian. He was from back then. It would have been the Soviet Union, I suppose. That's right. He was part of the Soviet Union, but he was born in Monday, Russia. Oh. oh, so I was on the right track with all my Russian names. Yeah, absolutely. He was born in modern-day Russia. That means he's a time traveler as well. Born in modern-day Russia, flew back to the Soviet Union. Hey, you don't know what happened. Then now. shot yeah. up into space. No, he went up in space and that was sending back in time. Oh, come on. it was Earth all along. <laughs> Damn you. Interstellar. Okay, let me take you back to the late 1950s, the height of the Cold War between the United States and the USSR. Great, and you should... Um, give context for exactly what happened there, probably on the broader sense, just for listeners who don't know what it is. Obviously, I know All right, so a lot about it. The USSR, yeah. which is the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Obviously, yeah. Which if you ever want to go to a quiz night, you should remember that because that comes up sometimes. Does it? <laughs> Union <laughs> of, of Soviet, Soviet Socialist Republics. Right. That's Sick. A, um, Which is modern-day Russia and a bunch of other Eastern Bloc countries and Post-World War II, they went into the Cold War. There actually wasn't any actual fighting between the United States and the USSR, but they uh, were bitter, bitter enemies. Is one, that why it was called cold? Because there was no fighting? Yeah. No so it's stuff. like one of those long, long drawn out, over decades, capitalist US versus the communist USSR. And importantly- in this, So no violence. No, but uh, the threat of nuclear war just hanging over, the, over, the, over each country for many decades. Right, so emotional violence. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of uh, propaganda and hate. Okay. And importantly, this is also the height of the space race. In mm. late July of uh, 1957, the US announced that they intended to launch uh, satellites into orbit and four days later the Soviet Union announced that they too would launch satellites in the near future. So mm. it was a real tit-for-tat type thing. Someone would make an announcement mm. and they'd say, we're doing that too. But they called them cosmolites. That's true. <laughs> uh, just over. Good, Matt. <laughs> so that was 1955, rather. Just over two years later, on October the 4th, 1957, the Soviets won the battle, the first battle of the space race, when they launched Sputnik 1, the first artificial satellite. All up, it orbited Earth for three weeks before its batteries died. <laughs> was that on. Um, That's that, still pretty was, good. Yeah, was that yeah, the plan? Pretty good. And then it just stayed up there for another two months orbiting before it fell back to Earth. That's... Oh, no. Did it hurt anyone? No one died. That's good. But at the time, you wouldn't Could have known because the, the USSR were very, very secretive about stuff like that. But was it oh. the kind of the time where it just landed, landed randomly or did they have some sort of a... No, so after the batteries died, they couldn't communicate with it anymore. Right. They just sort of tracked it as it went round and round and round. But it was a real victory for the Union and it freaked out the United States and other countries in the Western world who were worried they were falling drastically behind their Cold War enemies. The launch had caught them off guard and it had been a complete surprise. 31 days after the Soviets... 
launched this one. They then successfully launched Sputnik 2, another satellite, and this time a dog named Laika was on board. Oh, Sputnik no. 2, Return of the Ooze. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Damn it. Sputnik 2, uh, Judgment Day. And your one, Naomi, is Sputnik 2, Back in back the in Habit. Back in the Habit. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in for old Jess. So Laika was the first dog in space. Originally known as Kudryavka, she was later named Laika which translates roughly as Barker in Russian, as she barked over the radio when they introduced her to the world. Ah, oh, yeah, Laka, the space dog. That's another, that's a, quite a famous one. Just mm. crying for help, hey? She was a stray dog, a mixture between a husky and a spitz, and became the first animal to orbit the Earth. So you've told me that the threat of nuclear blast hung over a lot of people. <laughs> And I was like, okay, that's bad. And now you've told me there was a stray dog put, one stray dog put in a, a little pa- Famously pack animals, dogs. That barked and I famously feel very, very upset. You're upset. Well, my next sentence is, sadly, it was never planned for her to survive and she died of heat exhaustion. Heat oh, exhaustion? I'm sorry. I call it a cold war. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> like this cold war is really heating up. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. That laugh's in poor taste, Naomi. Yeah, it is, and I'm sorry. Oh, that sucks. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to laugh or you'll cry. Amen. Mm. Comedy is tragedy plus time yeah, this plus is a, a dead dog. It's like 60 years. Is that, that's, that's the full equation? Yeah, that's what you've been missing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry, they did, the fact that, that they didn't ever, like, they wouldn't get away with that anymore, you know? Peter. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> You know, these PC police stopping your exploding dogs in space. <laughs> well, she didn't explode. Well, she just got they, very hot. They couldn't have promised that she wouldn't, though. They would have had no idea. <laughs> Will she explode? No comment. <laughs> okay, that's a weird answer. <laughs> so the Soviets were leading the way, both in animal cruelty and in space. And in response, the US were desperate to get their own satellite off the ground as part of their project, Project Vanguard. Okay. The first real attempt was... They really wanted to sound cool. I know, they they went for the cool cool title. (laughs) The first attempt was Vanguard TV3, two months after the launch of Sputnik. It was televised and US citizens watched on with hope as it failed spectacularly, rising (laughs) only four feet off the launch pad before falling back onto the launch and exploding. (laughs) See, that could have been the dog. (laughs) And you can watch it on YouTube and it is a huge explosion. The idea of school children watching that being like, yeah, we're going to take it to the Soviets and it literally... Four feet, a whole rocket. Four, like you can dumb. jump higher than this rocket got, <laughs> and then it explodes. I love the confidence. To it's like a, someone televising their first stand-up spot. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. There's, are you sure you don't want to run this through a few times before you put it put it out there to everyone? Nah, <laughs> they come out. I think I'm going to kill. <laughs> hey, how we doing? Um, um, jump four feet off the ground and explode. <laughs> Uh, so it was a spectacular failure, and it appeared in newspapers under the names uh, Flopnik, Stayputnik, Kaputnik, and Dudnik. Oh, some great journalism they there! They really went to town. Is this American newspapers? It's American newspapers, yeah. Saying that we're falling behind. <laughs> on January thirty first, nineteen fifty eight, the US finally had success and put their own satellite into orbit. It was called the Explorer One. <gasps> I've heard of that. It's not. It's not. It's not as cool, is it? Well, got the bloody job done. Yeah, got it up there. And later that year... Got it up there. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
Mate, you're such an Aussie bloke. <laughs> get, it, get it into you. What, the satellite? Get yeah. a dog up you. <laughs> get a dog. <laughs> Not too far up, we'll die of heat exhaustion. All right. <laughs> what is that saying about? Before we started, we said another saying that was... Don't say we. <laughs> All right, I said another saying that was confusing. <laughs> Only once yeah. you looked at me weird. But what does get a dog up you mean? Like, I if, if don't you, know if I've ever heard that one If either. you have to ask. Have you heard that before? Yeah, get a dog up, yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean like get going? Mean, get going, yeah. Get a dog up, yeah. What does it mean, have a beer? <laughs> most most confusing, <laughs> baffling sayings mean have a beer. <laughs> get a yeah. dog up, yeah. You can get out of most uh, situations in, in Australia by just cracking a beer and, if, and the other person going, all right, you're okay. <laughs> all right, cheers. And then yeah, the theme a, song for VB starts. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I think this is probably not just Australia, but people will often say, talking about a politician, if, if they're worthy or not, they'll say, I wouldn't mind having a beer with them or I wouldn't have a beer with them. So I wouldn't, like, I won't vote for them because I wouldn't have a beer with them. Mm. Is it necessarily the best thing that, you know, your prime minister is a guy you'd have a beer with? Yeah, that's right. I mean, to a lot of people, yes. You'd have it's a, it's a weird thing. Sure, if... you'd have a beer with Doug at the pub, but would you trust him to run a multi-trillion-dollar economy? I mean, he's a good bloke yeah, at the pub. Yeah, seen him go a scooter. But can one he... go, man. I mean, think of how big that spreadsheet is. Doug can't handle it. All right, the f- two very different definitions for get a dog up here. Top two Google results. First one says common way of saying "go fuck yourself." Also, can be used as a friendly term of endearment. <laughs> <laughs> it has many mea- meanings, and so depending on the way it is said, could mean almost anything. Australiana oh. is beautiful. Well, back to space. The United States then founded the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, aka NASA. There's another one for your, quiz, uh-huh. for your quiz team. Say that again, NASA. NASA, National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Remember that for your pub quiz points. <coughs> that's what that's what this episode's about. <laughs> So with the Americans catching up, the Soviets continued their space cr- program in secret and were the first to land an unmanned spacecraft on the moon. But what both nations were really... USSR were. Yeah. Oh, shit. Land <laughs> or on... crash? Uh, yeah, a lot Explode. Of, a lot of time it did crash. Yeah. They uh, crash landed a dog on the moon and it died. No, that's not true. It's, uh, it's well, believable, it's though. It's <laughs> believable. But what both nations were really striving for was be- to be the first to put a man into space and bring him back Safely. Oh, thank goodness. Was there a reason back then for this? You know, people sort of talk about it now. It's like if we really do fuck Earth bad, we might have to go and find another planet. What was the reason back then? It's the vital frontier. Yeah, and also I think that they were worried about, like, if they're the first to get weapons up there, right? they'll be able to control planet Earth, which obviously never happens. (laughs) Right, yeah, having... And also it is a a bit of a flex, flexing of the muscles to be like, oh, you think uh, you're... Capitalism's so great, United States. Well, look what we did in our communist society. Right. Hmm? We're better than you. Yeah. So it's a real tip for ten. Look at both of us spending our people's money frivolously (laughs) and in like we're doing it real fast on explosions basically. Yeah, but we go under the guise of everyone being equal when no one is actually equal. (laughs) Hashtag Unlike capitalism where everyone is equal. That's right. Well, at least we're honest about how unequal people are. (laughs) I don't think that's true. Everyone gets a fair go. Hey, Matt, if you give a go, <laughs> you'll, you'll get, get a go. go. No, I forgot, I'd forgotten that. I, you'd have a beer with him, wouldn't you? <laughs> that is a quote from our current Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, a.k.a. ScoMo. Yes, we call our Prime Minister 
ScoMo. If you have a go, what is you have a go, you'll get a go. If you have a go, you'll get a go. Yeah. Which is probably the most meaningful thing you said. The other thing he likes doing is just saying how good things are. He's got he's got like a catchphrase now. How good is he? Know I think he knows people find it funny. How good is education? (laughs) How good is money? Hmm. That's something that we do at the project is uh, make fun of him for that, and now he buys into it. Mm. Yeah, he's he's right in. Yeah. I think it's you. It's amazing how many things you don't have to take an actual stance on if you just say how good how is good it. Is it? You're po- he's been You're not positive. even saying it's good. Technically. Really, you're yeah. asking a question. That is the real life uh, version of sending a gif. I've got nothing to say. Here's Will Farrell. Exactly. ScoMo is Dave. the reaction gif of this country. I'm, through the episode, I'm going to slowly work through all your old tweets <laughs> and, and reply, with, reply with it with a different Will Ferrell. <laughs> I enjoy that. I'll look forward to that. So anyway, we're back to space. Everyone <laughs> wants to get someone into space. So the Soviets secretly started recruiting men for what was considered a very dangerous mission. They had no idea what would happen if they sent a spaceman up there. Um. Well, why didn't they want to send a woman to her death? Hmm? <laughs> well, because they sent a female dog up there and she didn't survive. Huh? <laughs> Answer that. Uh, she ruined it for everyone, really. Absolutely. <laughs> Making us look bad. Sergei Korolov, regarded by many as the father of practical astronautics and <laughs> I love that, what a title, and the chief designer of the Soviet space pro- program, decided that the cosmonauts must be male, between 25 and 30 years old, no taller than 175 centimetres tall, and weigh no more than 72 kilograms, which means, boom, I am prime cosmonaut candidate. Congratulations. I tick all those boxes. Now all you have to do is be in the USSR in... Uh, Over 50 years ago. Over 50 years ago. You're not even in modern-day Russia, let alone olden-day Russia. I know, olden-day Russia. Russia. (laughs) He also decided they had to be intelligent, comfortable in high-stress situations, Uh and physically fit, (laughs) so I am definitely out. (laughs) Easy come, easy go, right? Which of those three would you give yourself a cross on? (sighs) You're a pretty intelligent man. Maybe I could maybe get... But they probably want some hardcore uh, (laughs) mathematics stuff. Not quiz... Hey, I'd do real good on trivia quizzes. I'd be like, um, I know it stands for the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, and they're like, so does everyone here. It's our country. <laughs> Damn it. How good is the USSR? <laughs> Am I comfortable in high-stress situations? Uh, being blasted into space? Absolutely not. Am I physically fit? Fit enough to be blasted into space? Absolutely not. As fit as a stray dog. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. You're not as fit as <laughs> No way. There's no way you're never as fit survive as a out there. They work hard. Yeah. So... Sadly, I wasn't, but 200 men were shortlisted after an interview process. I'm so sorry that you didn't Overlooked. make it. Mm. I did not like my cover letter. <laughs> Too much Too much glitter. Too much glitter. <laughs> I was also thinking I put glitter in there. <laughs> Imagine that. A uh, hard, hardened Soviet general over here. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. Oh, oh, God. Oh, no. Look at this. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so 200 men were shortlisted, not actually being told that they might go to space. And then put through vigorous physical and mental tests. I really thought... Like in that episode of The Simpsons? It actually is like that. <laughs> when uh, Homer and Barney are chosen as civilians to, to go into space. It is exactly like that. Wow. Was that genuine excitement? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I can't stand no more. When they're um doing the, the, yeah, becomes the G-Force test. Popeye. Is, yeah. that, is that what happens? That is yeah. what happens, yeah. He also Is that the one where Barney, he goes sober... And then has a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, non-alcoholic wine, yeah. <laughs> but that was enough for him. Yeah. Placebo effect, I guess. Brutal. Um, so there, uh, 200 men were shortlisted, and one of those 20 
would later grow up to be the main subject of our report, Yuri Gagarin. Oh. First man in space. So let me Sir take you Gagar. back to the young life of Mr. Gagarin. Born in 1934 in a small village of Klushino, 200 kilometers from Moscow, and uh, near a town that was later renamed after him. That's when you know you've made it. Wow. To space and back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's the rule. Everyone who's been to space has a town named after them. Uh, his parents, Alexei and Anna, worked on a, or probably Anna, worked on a collective farm and being the third of four children, he was mostly raised by his sister while his parents worked. And like many of his day, his family suffered under Nazi occupation during World War II. They were forced from their home and had to live in a tiny mud hut on their farm throughout the occupation. What? So that's right. A mud hut? They had a mud hut on the Why? Farm. No, they had to build it. Oh. oh. So they were kicked out of their actual farmhouse. Wow. Why were they kicked out of their house? Because the Nazis didn't like the Russians. Where'd they get all the mud from? Oh. The farm. Whoa, was it a mud farm? <laughs> it's a mud farm, yeah. They yeah, were they farming make, mud. They make mud. Yeah, they were farming mud huts. But they're mud in a mud. They had to sleep in their display hut. Wow. <laughs> People came round. Um, as you can see, it's got uh, two bedrooms. Uh, there's a oh, it's got a fancy mud hut. Yeah, it's a like rump- a Californian mud bungalow. There's a rumpus Unfortunately, room. Unfortunately, all the TVs are fake. Ugh. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> the fireplace also fake. <laughs> there's mud in there. Those flames made of mud. Where's place. your improv level three? You should be coming. You should be jumping on with this. I'm sorry. We should be taking off here with For some, some mud prop. <laughs> Yeah, I, I usually I love mud prov. I don't know what's ha- what's got into me today. Mud prov, that's good stuff. As a yellow belt in comedy blog writing, I'm impressed right now. I'm pretty yeah, sure why don't you write it up? Forty percent of podcasting is mushing two words together, as if it I'm was as if you'd word. said something funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. On Which this is part, the podcast, pod, yeah. po- podcasting equivalent of sending a gif. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not creative, <laughs> but here's a joke. You really hate reaction gifs. I just like doubling down on things. <laughs> They're so harmless. You're, I think you're actually just annoyed by the popcorn Michael Jackson picture. I don't even think it is a gif, is it? It's a gif. Okay. Do you know what a gif is? Matt doesn't know what a pun it's is. It's a moving picture. Okay. <laughs> like in Harry Potter. Yeah. I think about it. I was like, it feels like that's a big part of J.K. Rowling's uh, genius was that she was like, okay, now. This is going to be a whole magical world. Come with me on this journey. Imagine paintings on the wall. Only they move. Okay? You with me so far? Never been Now picture before. a statue. Normally stationary. Am I right? Yeah. Well, not in this fancy world. What? They'll move around a bit. No. We're going to have a horse and cart, right? Only it flies. And the horses are dragons. I'm a genius. And then they give her money. She is. Well, I know she's. She's. I don't think she's been recently cancelled, but before then, <laughs> a real darling of the internet. Yeah. Has she been cancelled? Yeah, I think so. I mean, who hasn't? You know? Are That's you anything true. if you haven't been cancelled? It's easier to list the people who haven't been cancelled at this point. <laughs> yeah, Am exactly. I right? I think it's just me, to be honest. Last, you're, you're the last person standing. <laughs> I nearly said, woman, oh my God. And well, I'm, I am a woman. That's fine. Yeah, but am I allowed to say that? Cancelled. Yes, now you're no, cancelled. Only because you question yourself. I know. Yeah. You must never question. Have a, have a little bit more belief. <laughs> number one. Rule number one of cancel culture, never question. <laughs> just know the answers. Just know. Oh, but how will we ever get better at things if people just yell at you all the time? 
Well, if the answer is we won't. And, and the answer is you're cancelled. Oh, cancelled. It's not about you. It's about the people who are nearby in fear who won't make the same mistake. <laughs> you're an example and you're cancelled. Well, there you go. We really, Did we just take down cancel culture? Did we? I think we did. Sure. Did we solve it? I mean, I refuse to take down cancel culture because I don't want to get cancelled, but. Uh, yeah, oh. no, I, that was all joking with you, cancel culture, <laughs> if anyone asks. Right? Laughing with you. <laughs> We're all in this together. I cancel people too. Really? Uh, yeah, like, just like give who? me a purse, I'll cancel them. Um, I'm trying to think of someone good, but all the people who come into mind are actually cancelled. <laughs> yeah, I can't read. Mother Teresa, Dalai Lama, <laughs> both cancelled. Yeah, see, that's changed. Pre-cancel <laughs> culture, they were seen as being real good people. Yeah. Just for merely helping Millions of unfortunate people. Yeah, I don't know if Mother Teresa was that good. I have no idea, really. I've never met her. I'd look it up. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Well, Dave, can you edit out all of that? No, I'm just sitting here uh, eating uh, popcorn a la Michael Jackson, (laughs) watching you two continue this conversation. Who is cancelled? He is. (laughs) Thank goodness. And you know the manufacturer of that uh, that popcorn? Cancelled? Yeah. Child labour laws. That gif has stopped, stopped lately and I appreciate that. Anyway, I think the, Canceled the gif. Whoever first <laughs> did that popcorn gif, that's funny. It's just the problem is the millions of people who jumped on after. Yeah. It's similar to cancel culture. The first person who cancels someone, great. That's funny. It's the stacks on. <laughs> I love it. I love a digital stacks on, to be honest. Do you really? As much as I shouldn't. Okay. Sometimes it's funny. <laughs> Never do it to me. Someone tell me to do go on here. Do go on. Thank you. As a teenager, Gagarin. This is a, yeah. Uh, Also, if you are Russian or anywhere that part of the world, I'm so sorry. I'm going to say some terrible pronunciations. It sounds like an onomatopoeic bird sound. Gagarin! 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 Well, after he graduated from the mud hut, uh, he witnessed a Russian yak fighter plane make an emergency landing near his home, an experience that could really scar you. But no, instead it inspired him. In okay. early 1946, at the age of 13, the Gagarin family moved to Gatsk, and joined, which is a bigger city, and he's uh, joined his school's aviation club. What did he see that inspired him? A Russian yak fighter plane make an emergency landing near his house. And, and he was inspired to make emergency landings? Yeah, I think he was just like, that looks cool. <laughs> Next time I'm flying, I'm going to make that pilot make an emergency <laughs> <Yeah>. landing. <laughs> I'm feeling inspired. I don't know. It's just something... Walking with an extra pep in my step. And finally, he landed a plane in the Hudson River. <laughs> uh, Gary Sullenberg. <laughs> Rest his soul. Okay. Hopefully, because it's night time in America right now. He's sleeping. Oh. <laughs> and his body. Oh, no. Rest his body and his soul. He died. <laughs> anyway, he joined his school's <laughs> aviation club. He began working on the docks for extra money to buy presents for his family. What a great guy. And then oh. at the age of 16, he began an apprenticeship as a foundryman at a steel plant near Moscow. He was selected for further training in a technical school where some sources say he studied tractors. Some sources. There you go. How many sources, Dave? Two. Okay, that's... That's, I that's mean, some. it's more than that's one. Some. That's some sources. But yet not enough that made you commit to it. Mm. Hearsay, I would it say. It just sort of made me laugh. The first man in space studied tractors. <laughs> so Objection, Your Honour. Beyond the scope. I've been watching a lot of The Good Fight lately. So I know, I think there's like five big objections. Objection. Asked and answered. That's my favourite. So that's like, we already went through this. Yeah, she's she's answered that question, Your Honour. What, what about objection, you're out of order? 
And I, then, no, you're out of order. No, that's not the good fight. That's the two good men or whatever. Uh, no, the few good men. Is it out of order? Is that one of the main ones? I don't think no, it's uh, no, no, that's a judge so. thing. So this is one. It's uh, the opposing counsel. Uh, objection. Uh, so beyond the scope, asked and answered. Oh, man. Hearsay? Hearsay. Yeah, that sounds like one. Or like speculation. Yeah, what is that one? It's that's um, like when the witness says something that is just them speculating. What about leading the witness? Yeah, but I think they they say um, you, they're testifying, Your Honor. Like if the lawyer's doing the testifying and their question, it's like Are you getting to a question soon. Objection, testifying. Right, because you're questioning them. You're not yeah. giving a statement. Otherwise, get the witnesses out of there. So what? What, what has this got to do with tractors? <laughs> I can't remember. What do tractors have to do with space? I don't know. I just wanted to mention that the first man in space once studied tractors. I mean, there's hope for us all. I object. Was it? What was this guy's name again? John Deere? (laughs) Curie Hugarin. Ah. Russian for John Deere. While studying tractors, allegedly, from two sources, he joined the local aero club and learned to fly light aircraft and it became a passion. And after finishing his technical training, he joined a military flying school. Whilst a cadet in flight school, Gagarin met Valentina Gorachiva at the May Day celebrations at the Red Square in Moscow. She was a medical technician and they were married on the 7th of November 1957, the same day he graduated from flight school, and they later had two daughters. Oh, my gosh. So they got married the day he graduated. Yeah. It's a big day. What an event. After graduating, (laughs) he became a lieutenant in the Soviet Air Force. It was at this time that the Soviets started recruiting people for the space mission and Gagarin was shortlisted. So we're back where I left off before. Did a right. little flashback there. I don't know if anyone noticed that. Storytelling. Yellow belt comedy blogger. Thank you. Uh, he underwent... What is this comedy blog? <laughs> um, it's a secret. He underwent, a... he underwent a number of tests at the Cosmonaut Training Centre. Being exposed... This is the bit from The Simpsons. This is the stuff here. He was being exposed to low pressures, oxygen starvation tests... They lock you in a room and then take out. Just cover your mouth. Yeah, they take the oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> now try and breathe. You can't. <laughs> and also high G training or centrifuge training, which is basically the Popeye thing before that spins really fast and exposes you. It's the to gravitron. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the gravitron. Did you guys go on the gravitron? The no. The never thing been. At, it was always at the the amusement parks it's in the nineties. Quite, quite a bit in the new Stranger Things. Really, and um, you really didn't want to vomit in there because everything stuck to the wall in there. Yeah, My right God. back at you, right? It didn't, yeah. yeah. Horrific. <laughs> you wanted to go on someone else. Yeah, like a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> they also trained extremely hard at this point. Alexei Leonov, who would later become the first person to complete a spacewalk, described their training at the time as if they were training for the Olympics. They also had to learn and practice Has parachute. he ever trained for the Olympics? Yeah, what a slap in the face. <laughs> what a slap in the face. <laughs> Well, they also had to learn and practice parachuting. So it was all happening. It was a big time. Ago parachuting? Like, this is like two weeks right. ago. It's longer than that, but it's like a few months ago studying tractors. Now he's being spun around real quick at the Gravitron. And it's a practicing trajectory. parachuting. You know, you go to a drop zone for like two days and then you can like jump out Sorry. of a plane on your own. It Except, really doesn't take that long. I said they did f- over 50 jumps. Really? That seems like a bit. Yeah, for, yeah. So my mum's done, done. two hundred. Really, three hundred? Does she jump solo? Yeah, I mean she doesn't anymore, but yeah. Wow. My stepdad did like a thousand, I think. So that's y- a lot of jumps. A lot of jumps. Do they have a real need for that rush? Oh, I guess they had a need for speed. <laughs> I guess you could say that. 
Yeah, mum's hardcore. Anyway, let's talk about these fucking 50 jump. Yeah, 50 jump nobodies. Idiots. I accidentally called them 50 chumps. <laughs> I was going to say 50 jump, jump chumps. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> it became clear that Gagarin's personality was also suitable for that of a cosmonaut. A doctor who evaluated him described him as such. Quote, modest. Embarrasses when his humour gets a little too racy. Hmm. High degree oh, of in- God. high degree of intellectual development evident. Fantastic memory. Distinguishes himself from his colleague by his sharp and far ranging sense of attention to his surroundings. A well developed imagination. Quick reactions. And also went on to write. Does not feel constrained when he has to defend his point of view if he considers himself right. Appears that he understands his life better than a lot of his friends. Cop that, everyone else. Yeah. Cop that all the other fifty jump chumps. I think that it feels like the personality evaluation of you'd be really good up in space is also saying you're not so good on the earth, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. All of those things that make you real good up there, some of them are like, oh, you sound like you might be a bit annoying to be around. We don't want you real here. Real buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because of his high results, Gagarin was further selected for an elite training group known as the Sochi Six who would make up the first cosmonauts of the Vostok program. Sochi, they did an Olympics there eventually. Yeah, the Winter Olympics, yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I know some, know some things. I know things. <laughs> uh, these six had even more intense training. They're no longer chumps. They've now done 50, How many jumps? 55. I don't know, I'm guessing. Now they're doing some downhill slalom skiing. When's the jump from chump? Let me just tell you that they, they really earned their spots here. The six finalists were also the six... Shortest men of the group. I agree. Space being at a premium on a ship. So <laughs> Why didn't they just do that from the I beginning? Know. Why did you interview 200 people? In the end, they just went, these six will do. <laughs> Line up in hard order. You six, come with me. They, they, the whole room is full of everyone. Like, they start calling them out one by one. And people are like, at first, going, oh, yes, I made it. By the six, they're like, hang on a second. I think I see what's happened here. It's like this isn't because I got a shit personality. <laughs> Sergey is like six foot eight in the corner crying. <laughs> bye, bye. I could go on himself. Is he a, a vampire? He's a vampire for some reason. Uh, yeah, as all tall people are. Get away from me, you freaks! I want to go to space. <laughs> Vampires also do very well without oxygen. Do hmm. they? Yeah, they don't need to. They're dead. They're undead. Are they? Are they is that zombies? I'm pretty sure vampires aren't alive. Mm. Am I wrong here? Seems a bit prejudiced. Or something. <laughs> oh, they no. definitely don't have souls. Oh, I fell for this one. <laughs> They're dead to me. <laughs> I got cancelled over vampires. Like <laughs> Agarin himself, for context, he was only 157 centimeters tall, or five foot one. That is basically my height. Really? Yeah. That is awesome. I'm 156 centimeters. He did it. That he is tiny. I'm very short. He was quite a small man. And People probably don't know I'm short because I have such a big personality, but I'm the same height as Ariana Grande for context. Okay. Wow. I mean, that gives me the context of how tall Ariana Grande is. She's about she your height. She looks height. tiny. Okay. <laughs> Quick Google. I look like a normal person. Is Ariana Grande is like someone who's, he's like, He's actually he's the same height as um, Kim Kardashian. Oh, Ariana Grande was she on Disney or something? Are you? Do you not know who Ariana Grande? No, is? I know the name, she's a singer, but what? Which, Jesus Christ! I would not man. have been able to pull her out of a lineup. Are you serious? Is she's have but you been but you're online? saying she's a super big star. Yeah, she's all a these A-list associated celebrity. acts. I could. She's also a pretty shit person. Is that correct? She's Terrible. all right. 
I think she's nice. Oh, really? I think I she's quite she was, funny, actually. I thought she was a massive diva and, like, horrible to work with. No, you just heard that because she's a woman. <laughs> Isn't she also like, I only let you photograph one side of my face. Is that correct? Well, that's just a marketing plan. That doesn't make her a bitch. Chris Isaac was like that, too. Are you calling him a bitch and a uh, diva? No, he did a bad, bad thing. And he knows what he did. <laughs> Cancelled. No, I've definitely heard that she was uh, not a nice person, but there you go. Yeah, Dave, that's only because a man who behaves like that. So, sorry, Naomi, let me tell you something the feminist on this podcast. Yeah, please. <laughs> that's true. That's actually Dave, the really? feminist of the podcast. Um, so if, if, a, if a man uh, behaves in this way, he's decisive and a leader, a woman steps up and all of a sudden she's a bitch and a diva. So maybe a bit of self-reflection. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Did Am I, I cancel? I can send you a very nice speech by one Nicki Minaj on the subject. Really? She's one of the associated acts. Are they friends? Yeah, they, they collab a lot. All right. Um, she started on Broadway. Ariana Grande does do a, she tans a lot though, to the point where some people have questioned if she oh, is yeah, doing black. I've definitely heard that about her as well. <laughs> yeah. It's an Great. amazing name, Ariana Grande. I it's it's like it's she's still doing a tan. It's just where's the point? But then she's Italian and it's it's a <laughs> it's <laughs> I feel like there's still debate in the community as to whether that's white. <laughs> Italian? Yeah. If, what? Even my boyfriend, who's Italian, I always tell him that he's white. And he says, I'm Olive. <laughs> Would you know that I'm uh, one sixteenth Swiss, Swiss Italian. Italian? So, Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it's one eighth. Swiss but... Italian, too. Well, I think one sixteenth Italian if you sp- split up the Swiss from the Italian. I think I'm one eighth Swiss Italian. I think you're one, 30, one in 32 Italian. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. You were talking about Ariana Dave, what Grande. what were you talking about? Ariana Grande, that's right. Yeah. No, I was talking about how short Gagarin was. But Ariana Grande's tiny. height. It wasn't just his height that made him uh, excel. According to the European Space Agency, Gagarin was also favoured uh, as a candidate by his peers. When the 20 candidates were asked to anonymously vote for which one they would like to see as the first to fly, all but three chose Gagarin. Ah. Mm. Wow. Tall man Sergei. Not a fan. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, the group. So uh, he's eight feet tall. <laughs> he's too tall. He picture of like the that Simpsons tall man character. And Nelson made oh, fun yeah. of him. And then he made him. We all need an automobile. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I I don't think I've ever met an adult man as short as me. Is this because people have gotten taller as time went on? Does that go back or sure. are we not going back far enough for that to be a thing? No, that's definitely a thing. In AFL, the Ruckmans in like the 60s were six foot tall. Really? Which is equivalent of 181, 182 centimetres. And now Ruckman are 205, 210 centimetres. So they're like sort of seven foot. Mm. And I think that scientifically proves that people are getting taller. I'm sure that is true, that people are getting taller. But there definitely are people that are your height. Yeah, the only one I've seen is that um, Bagel Boss guy. Oh, yeah. He's a meme, Dave. What's a Bagel Boss? It's a shop where there's bagels and then just like a middle-aged guy who's my height and he's just screaming at all the women because no women want to date him on dating sites because he's too short. And now he's, he's an internet celebrity now. I think he signed a big deal. And now he's a big deal. Can I just say, I hate the internet. <laughs> it's awful. Please, Dave, do go on. Uh, well, Gagarin, he made it to the final two alongside... I Mankel, predict he made it to the final one. German Titov. 
Gagarin was nominated as the pilot and Titov as his backup. And this was just a few days before the actual flight that they found out. His understudy, if you will. He was an understudy. He's, he was swinging. When Gagarin and Titov were informed of the decision during a meeting on April the 9th, Gagarin was, of course, very happy and Titov was reportedly disappointed. Then the next day, on April 10, this meeting was reenacted in front of live television cameras so there would be official footage of the event. I don't know if they included Titov being disappointed or not. <laughs> Imagine that. They make him reenact it. That'd be fun. Yeah, someone's there going, it's got to be accurate. Titov, show us. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> As an indication of the level of secrecy involved, one of the other cosmonaut candidates who I mentioned before, Alexei Leonov, later recalled that he didn't know who was chosen for the mission until after the space flight had begun. So they didn't want the Americans knowing that they were about to launch someone into space. So they didn't tell anyone except the pilot, which was Gagarin, and his backup. So they didn't know what they were, for lack of a better word, auditioning for. Yeah, no, they... Are, when they met to the final group, they were told what was happening. They thought uh, it was okay. a singing the final contest. Six. I, I'm, the, when I said understudy, that was a joke, but then I really forgot yeah. the word apply. He passed the audition. <laughs> right. He got a call back into yeah. the final six. During the intermission. And um, <laughs> they just had to reset the stage so if everyone could leave the theatre. That'd be fantastic. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, growing, getting bigger, it all means the same thing. Squarespace <laughs> makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And if you're worried about like, well, I don't know how to write stuff for a website and make myself look good, well, you can get help with the written content for your website with Squarespace AI. You can generate instant personalized results that highlight your brand identity you can explain what your site's about choose your tone enter what you need and bang you got some short and long form text baby so squarespace ai makes it easy to go live stand out and succeed online i'm so glad you had that bit because i thought it was pronounced squarespace ai (laughs) (laughs) anyway sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download. I don't know if I'm hitting all these words as <laughs> intended, like PDFs, musics, or ebooks. I would love to buy Matt's ebook. I'd like to buy Matt's course, and you you can do that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Be more like Matt. Oh, one hundred and one. Wow. How yeah. many? One, does it go to one hundred and two? It goes all the way to one hundred and two. <laughs> <laughs> You can customise everything with next-generation editing technology. You can create engaging lessons your audience will love and then set the price. You can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Matt, how much is it to be more like Matt 101? Oh, three mil. Wow. Wow. Like per month or? Yeah, USD. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash do go on. 
The spacecraft built by the Soviets that was chosen to fly Gagarin into space was called the Vostok. That's why it's called the Vostok program. The craft, to describe it, was made up of a spherical descent, descent module, 2.3 meters in diameter, with a glass window, and this part housed the cosmonaut instruments and an escape system. So he's a little bubble boy. You can, yeah. So it's like looking into a, a round dome with a man sitting in a chair. <laughs> On re-entry, the cosmonaut would eject from the spacecraft at about 7,000 meters or 23,000 feet and descend via parachute while the capsule would land separately. It also had an ejector seat that could be used if there was a problem within the first 40 seconds of takeoff. After that, you were in trouble. (laughs) Uh, The entire mission was controlled by, I didn't know this, by automatic onboard systems or by the crew on the ground. Despite being an experienced pilot, Gagarin wasn't given control of anything on the Ah. ship as they were unsure how a human might react to weightlessness in space. Mm. That's actually pretty smart. He basically just sat there. So what? So he was just. Why do they need him to He be was smart? basically their stray dog. Yeah, he no was. No wonder they just picked the shortest people. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they do those? Yeah, they were like, about this his is memory. rigged. An envelope was placed on. He gets board. shy when you tell a naughty joke, and that's why he's perfect to sit in this tiny little circle. An envelope was placed on board, and inside was a code that could be entered that gave Gagarin control in the event it of an emergency. It was written in invisible ink. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to the event, uh, they broke protocol and apparently several people just told him the code. They just told him it's one. 6969. <laughs> <laughs> it was just 125. Oh, Is that real? Yeah. They just said, apparently they were like, it's just 125 <laughs> in case you need it. Let's find out if he needs it. Wait. So what was he supposed to have done to get the code? Open up an envelope, <laughs> get out the card. But oh, I imagine, so you could just do that at any time anyway. Yeah, but I imagine like if the thing's spinning out of control or like you're like got like three seconds to, yeah. to get just What a weird system. In. Get him to write on the back of his hand. <laughs> but he's How not allowed to even... look at the back of his hand unless <laughs> yeah. he needs yeah, to. Right. He's got to wear a glove. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Because he's going to have that, like the envelope's floating in, in zero G. Why can't he just know the code anyway? Yeah. He's only going to use it if he needs it. How about you get rid of the code and just make it a button? Yeah, hit the button. The, just hit the big red button. Don't do it unless there's an emergency. <laughs> we trust you. you got a pretty good memory and you don't like jokes or something. Doesn't like naughty jokes. He gets embarrassed for naughty jokes. Oh. Yeah, but he's very intelligent in other ways. Yeah. And? In his height. He takes feet off. I mean, shoes off. He takes feet off. Chops them off at the door. Yeah, he put, he's put, real weird. He puts his feet up. Why do you think he's so short? He chopped his legs off. He's a normal. He he started saying, hang on, they're only shortlisting the short people. Give me five minutes. He came back in walking on Call just his short. knees. <laughs> he cut a full foot off. Uh, with every day that went past, the likelihood that the Americans would get to space first increased, so they always had their eye on the clock. A few weeks prior to the launch, a prototype of the craft that Gagarin would use, called the Vostok 3KA2, completed one low orbit carrying a life-size dummy named Ivan Ivanovich and a dog. Ivan Ivanovich is apparently the Russian equivalent of John Doe. Uh. Ah. The dummy was so realistic. That's way more fun, Ivan Ivanovich. Isn't that great? And the dummy was so realistic that a sign reading Makit, Russian for dummy, was placed under his visor so that anyone who found him after his missions would not think that he was a dead cosmonaut or an alien. (laughs) This man has turned to foam in space. (laughs) A dead man or a live alien? (laughs) Uh, The dog survived and Ivan was sold at a Sotheby's auction in the 90s. Oh, that's so nice. Did the dog live a happy life? Yeah, had a great time. 
really. I'm pretty it wasn't sure. Wasn't like sold and then immediately stuffed. No, I think a lot of the dogs they uh, the people the, at least the crew felt sorry for them. So um, like at the first dog in space before I read that one of the dogs uh, owners. Well, you know, the people, the crew felt sorry for it, so took it out for a walk and maybe even took it home the night before the mission to sort of give it some happy memories before it died in space. Oh, my gosh. So they weren't They weren't that bad. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but finally, moving on, the day of the launch came, April 12th, 1961, and Vostok 1 took off at 9.07 a.m. with a 27-year-old Yuri Gagarin on board. 27 Club, potentially. Oh, potentially. <laughs> Just like Amy Winehouse. Him and Amy Winehouse. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to live to be the first person in space, does he? He could still be out there. Yeah. Floating on forever. <laughs> I think oh, probably would have run like out of Amy food Winehouse. by now. Oh, no, he's dead. But he's just floating on for You'd be the ultimate member of the 27 Club, just flying into space forever and ever and ever. They also, they didn't know anything back then, right? Like they could be like, maybe in space... Time, you just stop aging and you just live forever. They wouldn't, I reckon that would have been theories like that. You don't believe that? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sorry. I'm waiting to find out the answer. They weren't <laughs> sure before if, if they were going to even know how to fly a plane up there. How do you know anything? They thought an alien might come back and look like a dummy. <laughs> I'm just saying, they didn't know what was happening. That's true. <laughs> like being like we don't know we can get a plane up there it's not the same thing as we don't know if you go up there you become invincible and ageless <laughs> i still don't know if that's not true i mean we haven't <laughs> been to every bit of space i reckon there's if you hit a real sweet spot you become invincible that's really... like a fairy fountain in like <laughs> I, Zelda. N- I need this <laughs> like rolling the dice on this yeah. really badly <laughs> I'm, I'm going for that spot up there i reckon that could be the spot <laughs> Uh, when he set off for space, Gagarin was dressed in a bright orange spacesuit and a helmet inscribed with CCCP painted in red. These painted letters were a last-minute addition, marking Gagarin as a Soviet citizen so that he would be recognisable after parachuting to safety following ejection from the spacecraft. Otherwise, they were worried that whoever found him might worry he was a spy and possibly try and kill him. They really didn't think much of their citizens. <laughs> they have to mark a dummy and they have to mark a man. <laughs> Not a spy. Well, that's what a spy would say. <laughs> Not yeah. a dummy. That's what a dummy would say. Imagine, yeah. A... Not a spy. I really thought he was a spy, but <laughs> now that he's wearing this big sign that says, I'm not a spy. CCCT. <laughs> oh, why did you say so? <laughs> what, is that, what does that stand for? Oh, I actually don't know. Citizen, citizen, citizen. Paul? Yeah. What stands for? There's a question mark at the end, obviously, the way you upward inflected. Oh, yeah, sorry, did I not read that question yeah. mark here? As the rockets blasted off, the control room radioed to him. Preliminary stage, intermediate, main, lift off. We wish you a good flight. Everything's all right. Gagarin, Everything's all right. Gagarin's reply was, off we go. Goodbye. <laughs> Until we meet soon, dear friends. Oh, that's nice. And then the phrase he uttered as he took off was, Poi Harley, or Let's Go, which later became a popular phrase around the Eastern Bloc. Ah. That's nice. Yeah, so he, he basically... Let's Go, he invented Let's Go. He popularised that phrase. Before that, everyone was just staying in. <laughs> he invented the, the concept of Saturday night. <laughs> and it took off really quickly. In order to escape Earth's, gra- Earth's gravitational pull, a ship needs to hit 17,500 miles per hour and move at five miles per second. I can run that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can now, but they couldn't back then. 
people are obviously a lot taller now. Imagine how short you would have been back then. Ugh, I would have been four foot nine. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, the Vostok's capsule's cannonball shape helped the rocket and spacecraft reach the necessary velocity. On board was 10 days of provisions in case the engines failed, but everything went to plan. And over the course of 108 minutes, Vostok 1 travelled around the Earth once, reaching a maximum height of 203 miles or 327 kilometres. 108 minutes. So he was there for, yeah, an hour and 48 minutes and that was it. That's what it took him to go all the way around the world. Yeah. Whoa. Going pretty fast. That's pretty fast. (laughs) Pretty zippy. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. I'm genuinely very impressed. What's the mileage like on that little baby? <laughs> it's pretty terrible. But, um, uh, you get some sweet speed. Yeah. You really got to put in a premium. It's not. It's not too good uh, for city driving. But yeah. uh, oh, once, once you're cruising on a highway, <laughs> once you're uh, orbiting the Earth, you better believe it basically runs itself. <laughs> Can't put any E10 in it though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like <laughs> uh, wrote in his. Fl- Post-flight report, the feeling of weightlessness was somewhat unfamiliar compared with Earth conditions. You think? <laughs> somewhat unfamiliar. <laughs> Here Fuck, you f- he really was dry, wasn't he? <laughs> Here you feel as if you were hanging in a horizontal position in straps. You feel as if you are suspended. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, during the mission, he was promoted to the rank of major. So whilst he was up there, wow. got a promotion. In order for the mission to be counted as an official space flight, the Federation Aeronautique Internationale. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the FIA. The <laughs> governing body for aerospace records at the time had determined that the pilot must land with the spacecraft for it to count. Right. What? Really, he ejected at 7,000 metres and then parachuted back to Earth. But the Soviet leaders told the world and the Federation that Gagarin had touched down with the Vostok 1 huh. and they did not reveal that he ejected until years later. How and the Federation. Years later. Like over a decade later. The Federation later found out and changed their rules. But <laughs> at the time, they lied so he could get the record and he was recognized as the first person in space. Uh, he was the first person to leave Earth's orbit and head into space, and this instantly catapulted him to huge worldwide fame. Upon his return to Earth, Gagarin was an international hero, especially around the Soviet Union. A cheering crowd of hundreds of thousands of people greeted him in Red Square in Moscow. He was a poster child for hu- the huge victory in the space race and was rewarded by being named Deputy of the Supreme Soviet of the Soviet Union, the highest legislative body in the Soviet Union. And he was appointed commander of the Cosmonauts Detachment. He was also named as Hero of the Soviet Union. And there were celebrations across the country. Okay, all he did was sit there, though, let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty amazing that, that a dummy on that flight did the same amount of work yeah. as he did. Well, it also earned the earned the title better than he did because it didn't eject itself. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I mean, the dog did better than he did. Yes. I didn't mention the thousands of parades for the dog, though, did I? Oh, no, you did They happened. Really? Absolutely not. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do you keep hurting me? Uh, the, the media hype was so huge that at his first press conference in Moscow, it has been claimed that over a 1,000 reporters turned up to ask him questions from all oh, over the world. Too so many reporters. People were um, one at a time, <laughs> one at a time. I'll get to you all. I love it when uh, someone's doing a press conference and they're real comfortable and know everyone there. They'll say, I'll take uh, Greg's Matt, question please, first. Matt, please, thank you. Do you reckon he was doing that there? 
Okay, sorry. Um, Guessing I think, names? I think Jessica over here was up first, uh, and I'll oh. take you next. Joe Classic Bay. ScoMo. Am I ScoMoing it? Yeah. You're starting to sound a little anti-ScoMo. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to come across as political. Do you want to pledge an allegiance one way or the other? Are I... you pro or no ScoMo? I'm a famed centrist. What yeah. about uh, you're Al- from the sensible elbow? Elbow. More like Al No. Okay. Okay. So you're a ScoMo. More like Sko No. (laughs) Anyway, enough Sko No. Please, Dave, do go on. Well, a few months later, he went to the UK and visited London and Manchester, where, of course, it was raining. (laughs) Despite the heavy rain, he refused an umbrella, instead insisting that the roof of the convertible car he was riding in remain open and stood so the cheering crowds could see him. His driver drowned. (laughs) Oh, why? That's, <laughs> that's a weird. weird... <laughs> I was going to say that's a weird place to laugh. <laughs> so that was such a funny image of him standing at the back of a car waving, and the car the, it's just it's slowly pulling with water, and the driver's going, "Oh no, oh no!" Oh, it really made me laugh. But if he had an umbrella, then you could still see him. <laughs> no, he didn't want to be seen as a weak person with an umbrella. Am I right? I wish he stayed up there longer. To be honest. <laughs> Well, he went on a worldwide tour and visited a dozen countries within months. Meanwhile, so okay, so I'm the UK is in an alliance with America, with the US. Yeah, yeah. So did the US like him? Oh no, no, no! The US hate him, which I was about to say. The UK likes him. Yeah, so they were happy to host him, and all these European countries, and he went to Brazil and Central America and all these places. But meanwhile, the jealous Americans cracked it, and President Kennedy banned him from entering the United States of America. I doubt doubt he even asked to to come. (laughs) Yeah, they would not let him. They would the Soviets would not let him. That was, and it was after that maneuver that. The Cold War got its name. <laughs> yeah, that was what a cold, cold move. Come oh, my on. really popular enemy. Well, um, you're not even allowed to come to my party. <laughs> He's like, bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh, this is from a website called Russia Beyond, describing Gagarin's reception around the world. He even had lunch with the Queen of England, Elizabeth II, and broke protocol by taking a photo with a monarch. The president of Egypt gave Gagarin the golden keys to the gates of Cairo and Alexandria, while in Havana, Fidel Castro just hugged the hell out of him. Gave him a pair of thongs. Just hugged the hell out. Yeah, that one. No, they're Havianas. Sorry. At least, <laughs> at least uh, that that last bit is true because there was a photo of them hugging. Which broke thank God, protocol. I don't believe anything else that you're saying <laughs> yeah. here because there's no well, photos. They, they did misspell Elizabeth II, so I'm not sure how trustworthy that website is. But I did enjoy hugging. Is that the, the hell same out of queen him. as now? Certainly yeah. is. Man, Since she's, 1953. She's fucking hell. She's, she's been old. around a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. Good on her. Was she 93, 94? Someone. Doing well. Yeah. Yep, yep. Someone what? I was just going to say, we got a tweet uh, a couple of days ago. Someone was offended that we're a bit rude to the Queen. What did you say? We did an episode on her. I can't, we, like th- two or three years ago. I have no idea oh. what we said. <laughs> I think the comment also included, I'm not a monarchist. Yeah. Mate, I think you are. <laughs> if you have to say you're not a monarchist, you're 100% a monarchist. I, I enjoyed that that tweet feedback. I, I did not know how to reply to it, but I really did enjoy it, if you are still <laughs> listening. I love it when um, you have a podcast and someone will respond to something you said literally years ago. And they'll yeah. be like, ah, uh, actually this. It's like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. What are you talking about? That happens a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, once on my own podcast, someone sent me a message and I read it out and I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're referencing. Turns out they were referencing my time on Do Go On. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Multiple funny. people were like, don't you remember this 
amazing riff you did. <laughs> Too many to count. Too many to keep I mean, in my brain. Couldn't keep them all. Yeah, I'm doing a great riff right now. <laughs> Listen, now this gold. Compliment this one. <laughs> it's very late. There's one, <laughs> one that we uh, get messages about. There was At some point, the Holy Roman Empire is mentioned. And I took that literally somehow. And people explained to me that it was not holy or Roman or an empire or something. That happens every every month or two. I'll get a message about that. Good. Did you know that, Dave? I don't. You obviously didn't correct me at the time enough for them to be <laughs> to, to not. Oh, so now it's my your fault. fault. Well, you would have known that. Why did you leave me hanging out well, to dry? From, from now on, I instruct you to reply with the same Will Ferrell <laughs> gif every time. <laughs> Is that okay? It's always funny. No, I'm going to plead the fifth, <laughs> which I think means you don't have to talk. Shut the hell up. Freedom to not say anything. Mm. I nice. mean, you can I do that at all times. Well, I should. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like tonight I should have more than usual. Uh, the partying and constant socialising got to Gagarin, with numerous sources saying he may have struggled with drinking a bit too much after his accomplishment. Because everywhere he went, he party would be... Boy. That was a party. It was a party for him, star attraction. They expect him to have a drink with them. And eventually it just sort of became part of his his lifestyle. Mm. Meanwhile, the US was still desperate to catch up and they didn't match the feat until February 1962 when astronaut John Glenn made three <laughs> orbits in a spaceship called, not as badass as the previous one, the Friendship 7. I'm sorry. Huh? They really changed their tune, <laughs> didn't they? The Friendship 7. The Friendship 7 with John Glenn. They were 10 months behind, and by this time, Yuri's backup, Titov, the one that had been crying all over the shop, yeah. had already become the second man in space. Oh, well, he got his then, didn't he? Yeah, but he's less, I mean, he didn't he's get less remembered. He's not referenced on pub quizzes around the world. Sorry about that, Titov. You know, he's the Buzz Aldrin of it all, isn't he? He really is. Uh, do you think they, re- they named it the Friendship 7 because... The other one sounded so cool and was so embarrassing. Yeah, they were like, exploded. name it something dumb, and then if it does something good, then fuck it. Then Low it'll ex- be a good ex- thing. expectations. The Friendship 7 was Martin Prince, uh, Ham. <laughs> we call him that because he makes He enjoys ham, ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is Data. We're, we're doing Simpsons references. Is oh, that I, ringing a bell? No, I haven't seen. I used to know all the Simpsons, but. Have you replaced that with memes? Your knowledge of Simpsons with memes? You can't know bo- both. You yeah. just can't. Memes are like just, the modern day I think it's just Simpsons. Glee now. <laughs> All right. Glee? I'm back into Glee. You're watching Glee? Yeah. Right. I'm on the last season now. That was. That felt like that was that was big and then it just disappeared. No one talks about it anymore. Yeah, unfortunately the kids had to graduate, but it just dropped on Netflix in Australia and everyone's watching. Jess is watching Glee. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm. Yes, yeah, sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get She's it, She's binging. <laughs> Watching Glee. I knew it. She can't pull herself away. Yeah, well, that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> There's a Glee renaissance happening. It's the only excuse we'll accept. Ideally, on a podcast, you would have uh, done, done a portmanteau of Glee and re- renaissance, like a Glee-naissance. Then that would have been good pod- podcasting. So you sort of... Dave, do you go on? You're, you're <laughs> just saying you missed an opportunity there. and uh, Some opportunities are best missed. Look, I'm not saying I like them. <laughs> I quite hate them and I feel bad that I did one before, but that's just something you have to do when you're doing a podcast <laughs> for some reason. It's true. Uh, but back to Yuri. Please. Gagarin was keen to do more missions, but the Soviets were very protective of him, not wanting to risk losing their hero in an accident. Uh, so they weren't keen on the idea of sending him back into space. Hmm. He later returned to Star City, which is the cosmonaut facility. And also that is Sydney a cool name. 
casino, isn't it? Isn't Sydney's casino Star City? I think oh, this is just called Star. Ah, oh. oh, it probably is. It says it sounds very Hollywood to me. Yeah. Star City. <laughs> he worked behind the scenes on aircraft designs and was eventually promoted to Colonel before being made Deputy Training Director of the Cosmonaut Facility. Geez, that feels like he's gone backwards. Really Colonel is. and then Deputy of the yeah. Training Facility. They're just keeping him in a little glass cabinet. I'm not a pencil pusher. <laughs> I'm an orb. I'm an orb sitter. I sit in a thing <laughs> <laughs> for a couple of hours. <laughs> Best couple of hours of my life. Let's go. I became immortal up there, I assume. Yeah. I'm going to live forever. Well, I haven't died since. <laughs> um, that is out. good evidence. <laughs> he was eventually allowed back into the space program and Gagarin was chosen as a backup pilot for Vladimir Komarov on a mission called the Soyuz 1. Sadly, Komarov died on the mission when his parachute failed to open with Gagarin watching on. Oh, my gosh. That's why you need a reserve. Well, after this death, he was banned from training and participating in further space flights. They were like, whoa, that could have been you. Oh, and you're our most famous guy. Too important. Yeah, we can't let you. It would really? be embarrassing if you died doing that. What an interesting, yeah, mm. such an interesting way of looking at it. If he's, meant, he's famous for supposedly being good at a thing, even though he really didn't do anything, surely you want him being the guy who does stuff. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god, that was so eloquently said. Thank you. They said to him, "But you're one and done. You achieved the impossible. We've got to keep you alive." However, he was still allowed to fly aircraft. Sadly, Matt, all good things. Must oh, that's how, no. that's how Dave says people die. It's real weird. Uh, less than one year later, this is after they said you can't be in space anymore, but still fly these planes. One year later, on March 27, 1968, whilst on a routine, tra- routine training flight, Gagarin and another pilot called Vladimir Suryagin were both killed when their MiG-15 fighter jet crashed near a town just outside of Moscow. I'm sorry, I just have to say that that other pilot's name is incredibly close to what my guess was. Vladimir Sergey. I said Vladimir Sergey. Oh, that's true. Sorry, but Half back back to yeah. Yuri's death. We'll give that back to you. We'll give that to you. So he died. The saddest oh. thing about it, he didn't even get to see the summer of love, which I don't know no. how how much of that got through to communist uh, Russia. Oh, they got it back in the USSR. Would they would they even have got to enjoy that Beatles song about them? Probably not. Oh. Sorry to say. That was the coldest part of that war. Yeah. Lack, lack of, of Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bodies of Gagarin and Suryagin were cremated and the ashes interred in the walls of the Kremlin. Bit of an honour. But for years there was heavy speculation. Is that like the White House? Yeah. Well, basically, it's, you know, next to Red Square in Moscow, there's that massive. Yeah, absolutely. In one of the latest Mission Impossible films, they blow it up. Dave's avoiding giving a strong answer because he does not want the emails. Yeah. <laughs> it's annoying when people email. <laughs> it's not annoying. I love correspondence I hate from it. our comrades. I love getting fact-checked. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That doesn't, Especially it really ages happen. later after you've forgotten about it and yeah. don't care and about it. And when they have the power of Google and I'm just riffing off my mind. <laughs> The fact-checking does not happen all that often. It's, it's actually it's impressive. Mainly Thanks, just everyone. people being very nice. But there is the occasional fact-check. It's like, no, I don't remember saying the wrong thing, mm. but I'll take your word for it because I say wrong things all the, all the bloody time. <laughs> Check out my Twitter feed. The important thing here is that there was heavy speculation over their deaths. I'm going to quote now from a History.com article called What Really Happened to Yuri Gagarin, the First Man in Space? Quote. Sounds was, relevant. Summed it up eloquently. 
An official investigation into the accident concluded the Gagarin swerved to avoid a foreign object, such as a bird or a weather balloon, sending the plane into a tailspin that ended with its crash into the ground. But many aviation professionals view this conclusion as implausible, and rumours continue to swirl, swirl around the crash. Some thought Gagarin might have been drinking, or that he and Suryagin might have been distracted by taking photographs from the plane's window. <laughs> that sounds unlikely. Oh, please have been drinking. Others suggested a cabin pressurisation valve could have failed, causing both pilots to suffer hypoxia. More outlandish theories included sabotage for political motives, suicide, or even uh, collision with a UFO, end quote. Uh, Well, collusion and collision are very different things. um, Oh, collusion with a UFO. Yeah, Maybe. Do you think? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. For years, the truth wasn't known. That's a series. That's a a sitcom. Yeah. One of them's a pilot, one of them's an alien. <laughs> then they're together and colluding. Boo. Uh, sure I mean, <laughs> how do I green light it? <laughs> uh, for years, the truth wasn't known, however, until the fall of communism. A KGB report that at the time oh, was... Oh, Dave, what? All good things must come to <laughs> an <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert there. A KGB report at the time was declassified uh, and it blamed air... Based personnel and bad weather. That's what the, their actual report was. But in 2013, an astronaut I mentioned a couple of times earlier, Alexei Leonov, admitted that he was in the area on the day of the flight, and he announced what he believed happened that day. Are you going to tell us? He said, a second plane being tested that day, an Su-15 jet mistakenly flew far lower than its planned altitude of 33,000 feet, instead planning, uh, passing close to where Gagarin's plane had been flying, around 2,000 feet. Such a large aircraft would be able to roll over a small one, like the MiG-15, in its wake, and if the two planes came too close together, it could have possibly flipped Gagarin's plane. Those are now generally the accepted version of events, but some, some... <laughs> that's that storm. Is that, a, is that a podcast pun there? Stum? Stum? No. No, some people are still sus on it all, so some people still think that maybe he was taken out. By the government. By the USSR government. Yeah, maybe. Why would they take him out? I'm not sure. Maybe he knew too much. That, commun- but that communism was bad. Maybe they knew. Are you an anti-commie? <laughs> I thought you were red under the bed. <laughs> no, I say. have to admit I don't know that much about communism, but I've not heard good things. What it is? It's the is... same about Ariana Grande. I mean, I can't <laughs> fully comment. Oh, but it's, I, what oh, I have it's heard, misogyny. What I haven't heard is isn't isn't great. Right. I've, well, I've got some pamphlets. You clearly you can haven't read. heard the song "God Is a Woman." What if God was, was a, a woman. woman? It's a great song. It's Just a, a woman on a bus of mass. <laughs> what bus of mass. It was ahead of its time. That song. <laughs> People are still trying to un- unlock the genius. Uh, Why would that guy wait until, when did he say this? 2013. Yeah. Why would he wait that long to say something? Well, because b- before the fall of the USSR, he was probably worried that if he said something, he'd be taken out. Was the other plane a government plane? Uh, yeah, something to do with that. His reasoning was why, and they asked him, why did they cover it up? And he said he thought it was because... Because at the time they lied about the events. One, because he was a national hero. And two, they were embarrassed that a an accident of that magnitude could happen so close to Moscow, near a big city, that a plane could fly in the wrong spot and take out 
their war hero. Does, yeah, I'm always worried when I'm in a plane that I'm just going to see another one like flying towards it. That's why now you, you can too. Yeah, that's why I was sitting in the middle middle lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's basically the report. But the final part I would like to say: the first human in space, Yuri Garin, left behind quite a legacy, both in the USSR and around the world. NASA's Apollo 11, the first mission to put people on the moon that was celebrating 50 years uh, last week, landed in and July. And we all celebrated hard. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I'm for still... one, knew about it. Oh, that's why Jess is sick. She's coming down from that huge. Gone too hard. Space flu. Apo- yeah. Apollo Space 11. celebration flu. Yeah. Well, it was big news around the world, let me tell you. It landed in July 1969 and the crew left behind a commem- commemorative medallion bearing Gagarin's name, despite him being from... Essentially, the other side, the USSR. They left that on the moon. Yeah. Oh, that's so. They nice. also left uh, the names of uh, all the oh, I want to cry all now. the astronauts that had died for them to get there. That is so nice. That nice? That's nice. They're lit- putting litter on the moon. Oh. <laughs> Do you have to be so cynical? Let them have this. Sorry. That's sorry. I'm still. I'm God still. Damn. When you you both turned on communism, and that hurt. So I I had to hurt something you love. Oh, okay, sorry. Which Shit is, on the moon. Yeah, med- med- medallions and plaques. Yeah. I love littering the moon. I know you're a big plaque head. It gives, it gives life meaning, plaques. Uh, when the Soviet Union fell, many statues of former communist leaders like Stalin were torn down by the people. But Gagarin's, however, were left up because he was still a hero to the people. Oh, that's nice. Before journeying into a space. A real Grant Denyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know about... You know, three quarters of our listeners aren't uh, Australian. Oh, Google it. And uh, Sorry. No, no, what I was saying is, and the amazing thing is, they all know Grant Denyer. Oh, great. Because he won a gold logie. <laughs> and yeah, they all know what gold logies are. That's big news. Big news. Uh, before journeying into space, uh, cosmonauts visit Gagarin's grave in the Kremlin Wall. And after arriving at the space base, they plant a tree. The what? Space base. Uh, they plant a tree in the same grove. Put those two words together. Space. <laughs> what do you get? Space, space, race. Portmanteau that. Space. 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 Uh, they. Space. I'm going to try the sentence again. Uh, they. Uh, <laughs> Give it a go. They plant a tree in the same grove where Gagarin planted his before his mission. And then they visit his office, which has been preserved since his death. 1968. Wait, what? Can you say that all again? Oh, sorry, Sprace really uh, threw you there. <laughs> really Basically, did. there's now a tradition where they they visit him before they go into space. Who like, does? Cosmonauts. Oh, in Russia. Yeah. So they go, they visit where, uh, where his ashes are, they plant a tree in tribute to him, and then they visit his office as a bit of a, a superstition type thing. But perhaps his greatest legacy, <laughs> like all great legacies, Big is, energy shift. <laughs> is, based, is based in urine. What? What? On the way to his launch pad, Yuri really needed to piss on the day of the mission. So he pissed on the tire of the truck that had driven him out to the launch pad. Before it was just called piss. It actually got changed to urine in honor of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he pissed on the back tire, something that he probably didn't think would still be a tradition to this day. But five decades later, Cosmonauts... Did he tell people about it? Were no, people watching him yeah, do Yeah, people this? just witnessed him do it. Why and, didn't he just piss on the ground? That's impolite. You piss on a tire. Come on. You... You just like it's fun I'm to pretty, piss on. I'm pretty sure that's one of the weird old rules in a, in Melbourne that you can still piss in the city on like the rear tire or something. Is that one? Have I fallen for something there? I reckon you may have. <laughs> but to this my day, my boyfriend's definitely pissed on the rear tire of my car. Yeah, because it's legal. He also pissed in the boot of my car. That, but that's is for another private time. property. 
So that's up to you. That's your business. Uh, Literally, the final sentence of the podcast we're getting through here. To this day, five decades later, cosmonauts piss on the tire of whatever drove them to the tower on the day. But what about female cosmonauts? I know who I'm not giving a lift. (laughs) Cosmonauts or my boyfriend. Yeah, get Sorry, away. please. What about female cosmonauts? Well, yeah. Life Science claims that female crew oh, no. members no. splash urine from a cup on the wheel. I knew it. <laughs> so they get a little bit of piss and throw it on the tire. Their own piss? Now that is a legacy. Two things I want in my in my life. My hometown <laughs> to be named after me and some someone to piss on something every time they do something because of me. Yeah. Someone to piss into a cup and then Is yes. it their own piss? It's their own piss. What happened they piss at- in a cup and then what? They just hold the cup in the car. I don't know. There's a there's a piss cup boy or something that takes the cup back to the base. Are you know. serious? I don't know. Was it like a chalice but, um, now? Yeah, yeah. There's a piss chalice. <laughs> but uh, we find. But basically, that's it. We finally got there. That is the story of Yuri Gagarin. Ah, uh, it's a great story. Lived a hero, died I'll... a hero. Yeah. To some. Died. Yeah. To me, I I reckon he was taken out by. <laughs> Dark forces. Based mm. on any information beyond yes. what Davis said? Just a vibe. No, yeah, any any information. <laughs> I base that on any information. <laughs> anything. Tell yeah. me anything. Tell me anything, I'll believe I'll base it. it on that. That does seem pretty pretty sus. I don't think they're just flying planes into each other. I think they're better than that. It is a bit, yeah, I mean. Seems like a weird was mistake. Was it rare? Like plane crashes were quite rare? Well, I mean, he was inspired by a plane crash in his backyard as a boy. An so. emergency landing. Hey, emergency landing. Hey, one hey. man's emergency landing is another man's plane crash. Basically, the difference is if you survive. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty clear. Big, pretty big <laughs> that's the only difference. Otherwise, exactly the same. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. Oh, but th- that's it. I mean, wow. um, so we. But I mean, it seems like he. Uh, I hope I haven't been disrespectful. No, he sounds like he's. I mean, it is weird to be such a famous person for doing it. Because, you know, like Neil Armstrong is a genius, right? He had to be. Well, have we checked? Because. Maybe he hasn't. Is, I is mean, he just this guy in an autopilot? Apparently really smart. Now, if you remember the Moon Report episode, Neil had to take that thing into uh, fully yeah, off he, autopilot and, he was and doing... crash land onto the moon, basically. Really? He yeah. was, and he was. Maybe I'll listen to it. He was seconds away from. He was doing death. Really? Out is that why they sums. let him. With grey lead on pad, I think. He was having to do maths handwritten. He'd be embarrassed to have forgotten his calculator. <laughs> what a fool. He would have thought they could afford a scientific calculator, NASA, right? Am I right? Yeah, right? Surely. Get yourself a Casio. Please. You idiot. Mm. Too much, too far, too aggressive. Back off, NASA. <laughs> if Does you say call NASA, NASA one more time. <laughs> it really upsets me when you say NASA. That's it. It's very Am upsetting. Right? <laughs> NASA? Make, make, we got that right? NASA? NASA? Nisa? It's Nisha. Nisa. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I've been saying Nisa, but it's Nisa. Okay. It's very unsettling. Okay, but I'm saying it right now? Yeah. Okay, great. Absolutely. Hey, Dave, I really loved that report. It was fantastic. Thank I didn't you know anything about the, this man. Well, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate that. And thanks again to Michael Gladson for su- suggesting that. Via Facebook in the old hat many years ago. But these days, of course, if you want to suggest a topic, just go to our website, do go on pod.com, and there's a little tab there, submit a topic. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. That's pretty high tech. If you got a website. <laughs> if you got a website, you got a gym. I cool? think it's important that everyone knows that you did like a shuckers thing. Yeah, with your I hand did it like, hell yeah. 
Guys, I get gifts. I get them. <laughs> I get pop culture. I get memes. Memes, whatever. Which one? What, what was the correct pronunciation it's on that? It's memes. Thank you. I get them. I think that brings us to everyone's favorite segment of the show. I thank God we got that boring bit out of the way. Please. <laughs> so our Patreon, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. And there's many different rewards you can get, including bonus episodes and uh, you can get shout outs, which we're going to do shortly. You can also get the chance to help pick the topics. Um, oh, this one, I should say, was voted for by the Patreon supporters. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and one of the other uh, uh, rewards you get is on the Sydney Scheinberg Memorial Rest in Peace level, uh, you get to give us a fact, a quote, or a question. I'll read out one of these each week. This week, it comes from Patreon Zachary Briggs. And these patrons also get to give themselves a title. And Zachary gives himself the title Chief Happiness Manager and Informant of Do Go On, which is a very important role. I can only Absolutely. Assume. He's... um. Hasn't checked in with me for a while, I've got to say, about my happiness, but. Yeah. Was that about Chief? Hmm? Yeah, well, I imagine he delegates that to. Yeah. Has one of his delegates. Yeah, one of the underlings. Yeah, they've yeah, got absolutely. Touch. Yeah, great. <laughs> he doesn't have much face We know what anymore. delegate means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he has asked a question, writing, <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Well, that's a dead giveaway. But I feel it's best to set the scene before asking the question. Okay. Jeez, I really hope this... I don't read these before we do it. <laughs> I really hope it's not just specific. But if it is, then jump in. Yeah, I will. In my home state of Vermont in the US of A, we have something called a creamy. Pronounced creamy. Well, I nailed it. <laughs> it's written C-R-E-E-M-E-E. Signs for these are everywhere. From gas stations to outside of gyms to pet shops. It's hard to drive through a main road of a town and not see at least one sign saying in big, bold letters, they sell creamies. My question to you is... <laughs> do we, Okay. What do you think What's a creamy is? What's your favourite day is? of the week? <laughs> so, cre- creamy. C-R-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-
I'll also send you the correct answer down below. Oh, man, I have not gotten this part of it. <laughs> I'm cutting paste of this. I have to go find it. God damn it. Just I'll... Google Vermont oh, Creamy. Oh, I looked it up. Uh, finally, <laughs> thanks for the laughs and the good times, guys. I really appreciate all that you do for us, listeners. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so I much, Zachary. Personally, I know it takes a lot of time out of my life, um, my constant dedication to this podcast and being on it, but thank I do you it so for much. you. Thank you. To be fair, I've done two reports and that actually took a lot of time. Yeah, thank you. Honestly, genuine, a genuine thanks there. I'll I buy just you- said, can you come on again? And I said, do I have to do a report? And she said, no. Then I said, okay. Okay, this is what Zachary says at the bottom of his thing that I didn't cut out, but I found his message again. It says, a creamy is a soft serve ice cream, just creamier. <laughs> it's incredibly delicious. And I never realized it was an odd name until, until like college. What? Why is it creamier? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, we're in the we're in the ballpark there, I guess. Absolutely. How do you spell creamy? C R double E M double E. When we go to America, Dave, we've got to get a creamy. Creamy from Vermont. I'm googling it here. There are several different people who claim to be the creators of the frozen treat. I love the idea that this is its own thing, even though it sounds like it's just an ice cream, only creamier. So they just add more cream into it. Maybe they just think it's creamier. <laughs> Well, let's find out. Everybody, we're going to Vermont. <laughs> oh, I really would like to try creamy. That's awesome. So multiple people think that they've invented. It's kind of like the AB. AB. Uh, that's it. That's the end of it. The what, what do you think AB means? Because it can mean different so it's things. The, it's the Adelaide it's sort of like kebab. A, it's chips. It's not Adelaide, is it? Yeah. Is it from Adelaide? Yeah, yeah it's from Adelaide. Yeah. Um, it's like kebab shops too. It's like chips and then like meat on top and sauce and stuff. They're called halal snack packs here, right? Is that the yes. same thing? Yeah. Um, but then the original name is apparently AB. One of oh yeah, I know what it. I know what the two versions are. One of them's okay. Is it? I think so. I think the actual thing. I, I looked this up. AB Adelaide. Some people say it means abortion, and some people say it means afterbirth. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think... I'd say you don't want to eat either of those I things. think both of those maybe uh Atomic Bomb is another one. Oh. Yeah, uh, no. Alan Border. Alan Border, that's what it is. The Queensland cricketer. <laughs> uh, okay, no, maybe... Adrian Brody. This article seems to think that creamies are literally just soft-serve ice cream. Oh, interesting. But creamier. Come on, give them that. Give them that. Oh, okay. In the past, ice cream in Vermont was made with a higher butterfat content, which gave it a creamier texture. Oh, Hence, creamy. creamy. We cherish our creamies. <laughs> I get it now. Apparently, the AB was first served uh, at the North Adelaide Burger Bar. So maybe Adelaide Burger? But don't they, isn't there like someone over the road who disputes it and says that they did it first? Probably. I love how things like that are. I love that it's disputed. a local feud. Love a local feud. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zachary Briggs, thanks so much for opening up this creamy thanks. slash oh. AB discussion. Give me a creamy. Wish you could mail out a creamy. <laughs> Damn. All right, let's go to Vermont now. Mail Where's out Vermont? Creamy. Is Vermont like northeast? Northeast. I mean,. Above Massachusetts and New York. Massachusetts. Guys, I love this article. We cherish our creamies, but don't worry. When we travel, we usually know enough to ask for a soft serve. (laughs) We're not complete idiots. 
The next um, time you're in Vermont, though, you'd I'll, be wise I'll... to order a creamy. But that, I mean, just the, the fact that they're everywhere as well. Like, in, I, I can't remember a place where everywhere you look is soft serve being sold. You know, I mean? how many soft serves? Gotta be proud are there? of something. I love it. I love it. <laughs> pet shops. Yeah, I'm just thinking back what he said. Gas stations, gyms, pet shops all sell creamies. Well, they, I mean, you just need a machine, wow. really. Not many people Pet shop. Yeah. Just popping in to buy a collar. Pat, uh, pats and puppies. Pats and have puppies. A, have a creamy. I have a creamy. What do we have in Melbourne? Coffee. <laughs> coffee. Oh, you've really got to try the coffee in a lane way. <laughs> that. Uh, and Come catch on. a bit of the footy. <laughs> on a Friday night at the G. <laughs> so what else have we got? That's it. Coffee and footy, man. And, and we all wear ways. black, am I right? Damn it. I'm wearing all black. You are. God damn it. Such a hack. That's unlucky. It's unlucky I said that today. Hack and black, smush them together. Hack. <laughs> That's right. me. You're I'm getting, getting really good at this. You're getting it. <laughs> That's good fun. Dave, other... how are you going? Oh. I'm, oh, sorry, just, I'm, no, just, well, I'm, I'm just obsessed with uh, Vermont, second smallest state by population. Wow. I, <laughs> now wor- I'm obsessed. <laughs> worthy of obsession. <laughs> that is a fun, I didn't realise we were doing fun facts. I like, can't believe you checked out for five minutes of reading and that's the thing you pulled out. <laughs> largest city, Burlington, only 42,000 people. And that's the largest city. Wow, that's cool. Amazing. Boutique. <gasps> Boutique. I love that <laughs> And they all love it. creamies. <laughs> is there a, can you I get a creamy go. t-shirt? I, I want a creamy t-shirt. <laughs> Why don't, creamy you just, why don't you get a creamy before you get a creamy yeah, t-shirt? Yeah, you, otherwise you look like Because you can mail it. Then you're one of those people who buys a t-shirt from a band when you can't even name three of their name albums. Name their first three albums Pathetic. and then you can eat a creamy. Uh, I'm, what about <laughs> I'm just here for the maple creamy? That's a t-shirt. Oh, maple creamy. Fueled if by... If you went to Vermont, that's probably why you would go Can you well, get a choc so Top creamy? Sense. Yeah, they look like there's a few different flavours. Fueled by maple creamies. That's my t-shirt. I'm going to buy that. Are Do they really actually still... Are they actually still creamier than your average soft serve? If if they're mailed over. Like are they using local higher butter fat? Oh, right. I don't know. Oh, so a maple creamy. When it comes to featuring local products, Vermont has it made with the maple creamy, a swirling (laughs) tower of maple flavoured soft serve piled high. Because it must be close to the border of Canada as well. It is, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that would keep it cold. That's a meeting of cultures right there. A maple creamy. Oh, here's a photo of a creamy. It does look thicker. Yeah, that looks... I, it does I love look a waffle thicker. cone as well. Oh, I, I used to. but now not even be too sweet for me. Yeah, that was looking... I would, kid I me would have loved that. that, but that looks very sweet. Mm. But you Were know. you going to say something before, Matt? I was going to say another thing... Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Moving on from the creamies. ...that we do <laughs> on the end of our podcast. Sorry, I'm still not... I'm still thinking about creamies. <laughs> we shout out to some of our great Patreons who support us at patreon.com slash... Do go on pod. And uh, normally what we do, Naomi uh, or Jess, if that's your real I'm name. I'm Jess. Yeah, Jess, what Jess, as you know. what you I don't know why you're mansplaining this to me, but do go on. <laughs> what you normally do at the end is you give us some sort of a game to play. We read out uh, two names each to thank people, and you give us some sort of a game to play that's relevant to the topic we just talked about. For instance, last week, I cannot remember, but we did a topic about this wild man who did a lot of bad things called, or allegedly What would be the name what? of yep. your spacecraft? Oh, great. Okay. That is great. I was about to over-explain it, but you knew what I was talking Will about. It be I actually did know what you were talking about. I did it last time I was here. The Friendship 7, for example. Yeah. That is great. That would I would hurt my feelings if someone... Dave, do you remember what we that. did last week? 
I just started that thought. That might John be McAfee was our topic. Yeah, and what did what was the game at the end? I can't remember. How would we have got out of that? I'm oh, sorry, it was his I... company maybe. What company did he start? I reckon that's what it was. Anyway. Um, sorry I interrupted you before. No, I was on a real roll as well. So, <laughs> so who knows what genius. Guys, I'm just... still Googling Vermont over here. Get over the cream. Oh, I love it. I want to – Vermont's – sorry, I reckon Vermont is rivaling you for my new favourite state. No. Rivaling you. Rivaling. Ohio is classically my uh, or one of my favourite states, possibly my favourite. But um, yeah. Vermont, I mean, I'm just rooting for it. Could could we stretch the Golden Mile out to make it all the way to Vermont? Does that line up? Gary through Ohio, Pittsburgh. Keep drawing. Can we keep driving from Pittsburgh all the way through to Vermont? I mean, we could. I'll tell you how far that is. We want to drive from Pittsburgh to Vermont. What yeah. the? Ha- what are you talking about? We want to go to the Golden Mile. Everyone knows. You go from Gary through Ohio to Pittsburgh. That's the Golden Mile. Everyone is does it? that drive. It's one of the famous drives. That and Route 66. This is like Route 69. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the Golden Mile. Route 66, but horny. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to drive from Gary to Burlington. He's doing shuckers It's again. only going to take 14 hours. Ah, yeah, no worries. I mean, we're stopping. And you drive via Cleveland, Ohio, second best state after Vermont, of course. Yeah. And uh, What? You've already, you have. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not calling You've that. You've jumped ship. I'm not calling that at all. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. It's late. Do I'm we just... start or end in Gary as well? Because Gary feels like maybe that's where you finish. Yeah. That's the big finish. That's the. You know what else is set in Ohio? What do we finish with? A creamy. Glee. Is Glee set in Ohio? All right. Yeah. Glee's back on time. Sorry, Vermont. Is there any TV show set Now in Glee Vermont? is his favorite state. Set of mind. Ohio's also uh, like where the Wright brothers were from and other flying things. Wright Brothers and Glee, I'm sold. Yeah. That's right. Those are my top two things. Yes. And LeBron. And LeBron, nah, that's right. Not phased by LeBron. No. And the Black Keys and Drew Carey. Really going downhill. And maybe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The yeah, that's there. Hall yeah, that's there. Yep. Uh, running out of things. But let me tell you, people born in Vermont. Kelvin Coolidge. Chester A. Arthur. Joseph Smith. Jay Smith. All right. So we're going to say people's... What were we going to say? Oh, they're spaceships. They're spaceships. Sorry, we are... are... That's great. Well, can I kick it off by thanking from Caringbar in New South Wales, Australia. I'd love to thank... Caringbar? Yeah. Caringbar? Caringbar? Caringbar. Yeah, I reckon it's Caringbar. That sounds good. Yeah, (laughs) Caringbar. I'd love to thank... With a fantastic name, Tanya Wayne. How old is that, Tanya Wayne? <laughs> Tanya Love Wayne. that name. Wayno. Thanks, Tanya Wayne. Thanks so much, Tanya Wayne. And obviously your spacecraft would be called the Flying Ball, <laughs> ball of, <laughs> of Legendary Air. Whoa, the flying ball of legendary air. It, I wouldn't say it's as catchy as some other ones. As the Friendship 7. Okay. <laughs> no, fl- I like it. That's flying good. F-B-L-A, is that what it was? Yeah, the F-B-L-A. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah, that's big. I like the delivery. Tanya Wayne, so I think it's it's like a blimp spaceship. Okay. So it's it's a big balloon. <laughs> But because it's filled with awesome air, it is somehow okay up in So it's space. literally a balloon. Yeah. 
I love it. Is she in it? Is Good she luck, in the Tanya. Balloon? There's a little thing. There's, it's a hot air balloon. <laughs> and she's filled it with a lot of belief. <laughs> hot air and a whole lot of belief. And a whole lot of bloody go get them attitude. Hey, if you if you have a go, you'll get a go. Yeah. Damn right. And I reckon Tanya really believes that. <laughs> thank you to Tanya. Who else we got, Matt? Thank you so much, Tanya. I'd also love to thank from South Yarra. Just uh, over the other South side of Yarra? City View. In Melbourne, Ooh, Chapel Australia. Chapel Street, have yourself a bit of a shop. I'd love to thank. You see a movie at Jam Factory. Oh, I get down to the Jam Factory. It's very it's, You work in South Yarra, Yeah, drop by Channel 10. Just drop by. Say hello. Dave and Waleed and Peter Hellier will be hanging out there. Hmm. Interesting. I did, a, I did Josh Ell's podcast with Peter Hellier Name uh, drop. a little while ago. And Josh goes, Matt, do you know Peter? And I said, um, if watching you on TV my whole life counts, then yeah, we go way back. <laughs> That's funny. Did he laugh? I can't remember. <laughs> Did he die of embarrassment? Uh, well, look, I'm instantly regretted, and I'm pretty sure. But, um, he's a very he, nice man, too. You really don't need to try. He did no, ask, he was so nice. Afterwards, he did ask if I did the podcast with you, and I said yes, and he went, oh. <laughs> no, he oh. said you, he'd actually said you were funny. And he's, he's a, a very oh, nice guy. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, I was going to give it a listen. Not anymore. <laughs> Not for me. No, he was very nice about you. Uh, he, was, he was great. Did he say anything about me? Uh, hasn't mentioned it yet, but I'll bring him up Bring him up tomorrow. Cool. It's one of those surreal things sitting there going, huh, sitting in a room with Peter Hellier from the, from both Dave's boss. And my life. And my life. He's from uh, Before the Game, Rove Life. Before the Game. The panel. Not Is the that panel. the footy the show project. theme song sung to before the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. Before that is good stuff. That if is you, niche content. If you got that, that is really good. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. you got to thank from South, South Yarra. South Yarra. I've not said her name. Sarah Young. <gasps> oh, wow. Sarah Young. Can we call her, Thanks, her um, Spaceship the Jam Factory? Oh. That sounds cool. Jumpin' yeah. Jam Factory. Yeah, the Jumpin' Jam Factory. And it, it does have uh, eight cinemas in it as well. So it's really yeah. That's weird because Jam Factory has eleven. <laughs> you can't well, you can't fit eleven cinemas in a spaceship. You're that's crazy. True. That, sorry, I was banged up. We've got to cap it at eight. What are we dealing I'm with? So... That actually makes sense because on one side you've got eleven cinemas and on the other side you've got three. So it's clearly okay. only the left side. Like we've yeah, lost the, the right side. hand side in an accident. You've lost gold class, unfortunately. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's not greedy. She wants to get to space, and you know they. It's much like. The cosmonologists, they had to only take the shortest people. So they only had took the smallest and least luxurious cinemas. <laughs> and the youngest woman alive. Yep. Sarah Young. Sarah Young. Thank you to Sarah. I would like to thank, if I can, a couple of people here, if I may. Uh, from Sarah. <laughs> okay. To Amy. And you, if you're at home, you're Amy. a patron, you're supporting your name's Amy, you're thinking, is this me? <laughs> Are you from Belfast? <gasps> Ooh, narrowing it down. Ooh. I would like to thank from Belfast, Amy Trainer. Trainer. <gasps> Any relation to Megan Trainer? I believe yes. Remind me, Megan Trainer. All about dat base. See, I'm cool. I was hip about four years ago, then I lost it. Okay. <laughs> Singer slash DJ. I'm all about yeah. that beat. About that beat. Oh, that's no Megan Trainer. No trouble. And you're calling that, and you were saying that was that was cool that you knew that. Is that what you're saying? It was cool for you. Famously, ago. there is a picture of her um, leaving a. Um, a sex toy shop with, with treble, and it was scandalous. No, with her partner. Oh, who is the kid, the little boy from Spy Kids? If that oh. means anything to you, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, is he still the little boy? No, he's grown up actually. Uh, didn't to, get to the a space. full adult man who buys sex toys with Megan Trainer. Good on him. Very funny photo. Well done. Well done. I don't hopefully. So good not... on you, Amy. Oh, Amy Trainer, no relations. <laughs> actually spelled it quite differently in the end. And uh, anyway, but from Belfast, Amy Trainer. Naomi, what would you call Amy Spaceship? I'll say you off here. The SS Hard Hat. Oh, I like it. That is true. Something about the sex shop. Shaped like a no. (laughs) The SS hard hat. (laughs) If you read any sexual tension from that, that is just you. I love the naivety of Dave and sex thinking hard hat. Oh yeah, you've been. Yeah, you need. I know you got to wear protection. (laughs) I've heard that you got to wear protection. (laughs) Sex. Come here, Bob the Builder. Hard hat. (laughs) Still got boots on. Oh, what's going on here? Let's get at it. (laughs) Do go on. I definitely say that every time. Do go on. Now uh, you were saying, Naomi, that it was funny that she, a photo of her was taken leaving a sex. Are you shaming uh, uh, people's? Uh, I think the of... funniest part is that it's the kid from Spy Kids. <laughs> <to be laughs> yeah, that is comedy. That is comedy. You get it. Comedy. You, you see him is... as a kid in your mind. It really like it. It it breaks your brain a little bit when you see him as an adult. Yeah. With a plastic bag of sex toys. A plastic bag of sex toys? Like full to the brim? No. Overflowing. No, just like two or three products. Like someone who's bought too many. He looks in over his head. I don't even know how half of them work. I'll have one of each. Surely one of these will work. Oh I need something. I'm struggling. The tension's been building up for months. We're about to we're both about to explode. We need a release. <laughs> Looking for the release valve. Oh, yeah, it's in uh, the second aisle over the back there. Uh, thanks to Amy Trainer from Belfast. I would also like to thank from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey. Heyo. Well, that stuff. Heyo. From uh, Oklahoma, I would like to thank Megan, or probably Megan, as she would say, Megan Lynn. Megan Lynn. They Megan don't say Lynn. Megan. They don't say they? Megan. Is that, is that what you're insinuating there? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like um... I know they say Craig, not Do Craig. Do they not say Megan and... America. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? You, are you? What, uh, that's why they call. Um, I thought Megan was Megan a different Markle. name. What about Megan Fox? Yeah. What about Megan Fox? What about Megan Fox? Do they call? <laughs> yeah, her you're Megan right. Fox? Unrelated. <laughs> yeah. Do they call her Megan Fox? Yeah, and Megan Trainer is also Megan Trainer. Sometimes they say Megan. Yeah. Megan. Hey, I'm not here to tell you. That you're right or wrong, Megan slash Megan. It's just like how they say slash Craig. Slash Megan Lynn. I'm just trying to cover all bases here. Okay. I think that she probably would say, let us know. Are you a Megan or are you a Megan? Uh, let us know. Uh, but what I would like to tell you is that your ship is called the Frontier Fiasco. Oh. Okay. I mean, obviously a fiasco is not something it's you don't want to have. negative. Whilst you're... But it is doomed. It, it, what it was just cobbled, Sorry, Megan. cobbled together from other spaceship rejects, but then it ends up being quite a good spaceship. Uh, a la, this isn't true of it, but the Millennium Falcon. You know how it, sometimes it so doesn't nice. work, but then when it needs to, it does. Built from the blood of others. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is that a line from Star Wars? No, I just said it. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. It sounded like it could have been a Lucasism. <laughs> Thank you to Megan, Megan, Megan. Lynn. That is her full name, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, Naomi, I don't know how you feel about reading people's names out, but you could do that if you would like. Okay. Can I have a look at them? Or... No, guess them. Open up the list, Dave. <laughs> there you go, too. Blow some dust off that, Naomi. Ah. 
The waiting time for people who are waiting for their names to be read out is about 12 months. <laughs> From um, Stockton ah, in New South Wales. Stockton, named after John Stockton, the Utah Jazz uh, guard from the 90s. This is long enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jess isn't here to be like, well, that's what Jess would normally be saying. Oh, and, really? Yeah. This, I this have to go catch gonna a be plane. Because... I have to be on Triple J. <laughs> that's my impression of Jess. Is that good? I, yeah, I accidentally closed my eyes during that and forgot. <laughs> um, Dave's either trying to imagine that I'm Jess or he's just fallen asleep. <laughs> I mean, just take us home now. <laughs> Tegan Doocy. Ooh. Sorry, that's Tegan. <laughs> what a doozy. What are the odds of that? A Megan and a Tegan. Um, a Megan and Tegan. Yeah. A Megan it's and crazy. A, what about Tegan? And only Tegan. hundreds of thousands Tegan of miles too. apart. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So where's Tegan from? That's the distance that I imagine is between America and Australia. And, and oh, we're back home. Oh, this is Stockton. Yes. Stockton. It sure is. John Stockton. Beautiful tribute. I'm thinking of a hoedown, something, the hoedown eclipse. The hoedown eclipse. That sounds like a good spaceship name. Really? I'd, 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 yeah, I'd trust hoedown that. Eclipse. I'd hoedown eclipse. Hoedown eclipse. Is that eclipse? because you heard the word Oklahoma before? I think I just sort of stopped it and I was like. Oklahoma weather. Is it a hoedown? Is it a hoedown? What? Is that a hoedown? The just, musical like Stockton made me think of. Were you singing the theme song to Gilligan's Island? No, it's Oklahoma from the musical Oklahoma. Uh, once starring. Wait, no, it Australia's was Australia's Hugh Jackman. We it was the theme song to Green Acres. Oklahoma, <laughs> where the wind blatted in the rain. That's a thing. I swear to God, that's a real thing. I think the. First Are you telling me I'm making that up? Green Acres. Green Acres is the place to be. There you go. Matt, do you remember when? Farm <laughs> living is the life for me. Do you remember when Naomi said this is long enough? Matt, far and wide. Something really magical about Matt Midsummer. He's trying to think of the next lyric, but he stays. He stays in the moment. He's got to be in the moment. And he stays in the post. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the the hoedown eclipse. Hoedown eclipse. That's beautiful. Hoedown eclipse is the place and to next be. Next person, I'd yeah. Like thank to you, thank. please. Finally, thank Let, you. Put Tegan us out of our misery. Uh, from Clovis, California. Beautiful name. Beautiful name, Clovis. Ooh, Clovis. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. <laughs> Clovis is Clovis. That might. That's. That's on my new list. That's up there now. Clovis, what state? California. It's Clovis, California. No party. That's got to be oh one. Oh my this, god, Clovis, this... California. Do, oh please, that's don't, the full version. Please don't let no me sound party. All right, finally, Clovis, California. Who's from Clovis? In the city of Clovis, Clovis. California. And what is that? The second second biggest city in the. In the, in the entire United States, yeah. Clovis? Yes. Clovis. Yeah, second biggest population. You'd be obsessed with it. Who's Sounds like the... a dog name. <laughs> is, there, is there a famous dog called Clovis? Uh, you're thinking of Clover. Okay. And no. And pl- and plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of plants? Yeah. I Who, hope this never ends. Who's from Clovis? <laughs> you're so tired. <laughs> I know, I'm so tired. I it have is... to export this crap. <laughs> what is the time? 11.37 p.m. Ian Goodlock. Clovis. Ian oh, Goodlock. Ian, yeah. Ian Goodlock, 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 good, Goodlock. 
In America, they iron. actually do pronounce E and iron, don't they? Iron Zeering. Do they really? Sometimes. Yeah. They do not. The actor Iron, iron Zeering from Beverly Hills 90210 pronounced it iron. <laughs> I think. Iron Zeering. His whole life, well, he had to say, actually, it's iron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That seems like a choice at that point. <laughs> um, well, Ian, or Iron, is aboard the um, Square Bitch 11. Oh! Square Bitch 11? That's nice. I like it. Is it actually a square bitch? Rhombus. Oh, it's a rhombus. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Clovis rhombus. From one side, but the other side it looks like a square. And does it take off from Clovis? No. Because oh. that would be insane. <laughs> Clovis doesn't if a have spaceship an... took off from Clovis. Okay. I don't want to insult Clovis too much. That's just a very funny way to arrange letters. Clovis. Yeah. California. It sounds Thank like you. a fake word someone made up to like mimic the English language. <laughs> I'm so keen to get to Clovis. <laughs> You're gonna add that to it's your It's a city mile? in Fresno country and county. Oh, I wonder if they're represented by the Fresno Tacos baseball team. Fresno Tacos? Yeah. Is that their mascot? Yeah. Tacos? Yeah. How good is that? I love that. I love it too. It's real. Yeah, it's so real. <laughs> and it's making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you Dave, you want to boot this baby home? <laughs> uh, just looking at famous people born in Clovis, California. I don't recognize any of them, sadly. But I can tell you famous per- person Brutal. born in Vermont. John Deere, who we mentioned earlier in the wow. episode. Wow. Born the man. Vermont. What are the odds of that? I know. He's probably had a creamy or two. Wait, oh. how long ago does it feel like we were talking about Vermont? Is this the longest end of episode we've it ever totally done? It totally is. Sorry, everyone. We've got to say thanks to everyone that uh, supports us on Patreon. Thanks to all the people we shouted out to. And um, if you want to join their ranks, you want to join their beautiful country, go to dogonpod.com and uh, hit the Patreon link. Come down to Clovis. The water's warm. Oh, the water's warm in Clovis. <laughs> And uh, you can get in contact at any time. All the links to all that stuff is at dogoonpod.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We've got an email, dogoonpod. You're on YouTube uh, now. Yeah. Oh, check yeah. us out. We're tubers. In 3D. How many subscribers do you have? Not enough. Get on there, people. Yeah. God. You know, we, we need to grow the pie. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean anything in this context? Yeah. You guys need more listeners. Ah, Famously. Yep. Grow Thank the pie? You. Yeah. You need another slice of the pie. Yeah. I want another slice. You got a lot Let's of pie. Let's go to New York. Get a slice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm delirious. I was going to say we're delirious. <laughs> that might just be me. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening to the show this far. We really do appreciate it. That we're back. We'll be back next week with uh, another episode. But before we go, what? You gonna plug my shit? Yeah, we're doing that right now. Oh, great! This is the bit where we plug your shit. Okay. Naomi's been hanging out with us for the last two plus hours, and we appreciate That's, your time. I've been in this building for about twelve hours now. Really? Well, we <laughs> insisted Naomi do well, yeah. quite a lot of prep. <laughs> we won't let you leave until uh, until we we tell the great people that you have a fantastic podcast called Batch Bitch, which it's is true. Also on the Planet Broadcasting Network. Yes. It is. We're pod buddies. We're yeah. pod friends. Absolutely. Pod family. It's and about The Bachelor Australia. And we've obviously invited you three times onto our podcast. And We've never here. had a guest. Yeah. That's what Probably I'm getting Probably if at. we had one, it would initially be someone who's watched The Bachelor. Okay. Well, yeah. well I'm waiting. I've watched an episode. Oh. Well, The Bachelor, it's actually a very good time to log on because um, in a couple of weeks, the new Bachelor starts. So it'll be and a fun time. And it's Aussie Bachelor? 
Yes. and So is it a man dating women this time or a woman yes. dating men? Was... No, that's The Bachelorette. Oh, sorry. Okay, confused. Um, and has it been announced who the man is? Is it a celebrity this time? No. So the last the last Bachelor who didn't pick anyone in the end, everyone was very mad at him, was a rugby player, Honey oh, Badger, the Nick honey Cummins. Badger. And he couldn't make conversation with any of the women. <laughs> Because he only speaks in weird euphemisms, right? Yeah, he talks oh, in Australianisms. Oh, I'm as nervous as a badger and oh, I've said badger because that's his name. God damn it. No, that's he's probably says something he like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they've gone in the opposite direction now. They've got an astrophysicist, which you would love, Dave. Oh, I love astrophysics. Yeah. Oh, your Actually, eyes I seen, lit up. I have seen a little teaser of that. So, uh, someone He introduces himself as an astrophysicist and one of them says, oh, that's great, I'm a Gemini. Yeah, which we did predict on our oh, podcast. Really? Said, really? One of them is definitely going to just like stay the, say their star sign in response to that. And wow, look at it. So if you want hot predictions and hot goss and also a majority of our listeners, I would say, do not watch The Bachelor. So do not think that that is oh, So that's not a, a prerequisite. prerequisite. Not at all. Right. Um, but anyway, good time to log on. And then I also do Gamey Gamey Game every week, which is a YouTube show also in this same building that I think I live in now. Yeah, that's right. It's um, about gaming. But again, you do not need to know anything about gaming to watch it because I certainly don't. Yes. And that uh, we'll have links to both those things in the show notes. Yeah. There's a fun episode of Gamey Gamey Game actually where you just pop in, Dave. Because oh, yeah. you're looking for some cables. A lot of people say it's their favorite episode. Because of the cable? Because of you. Just You just like step in and become part of the I show. I felt incredibly rude. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. Yeah. I found the cables, so. Yeah. That's good. And I meant we could record a live podcast or something, wasn't it? Why yeah, we needed them. We needed them real bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for letting me plug my things. Hey, thanks for coming on, giving us your time and being a very funny human. <laughs> if you say so, but... <laughs> We appreciate that a lot. Thanks for having me. What a joy. If I could sum this up. I hope Jess gets sick many more times. Well, if I could sum this episode up in one gif, it would be a certain a disgraced pop singer eating popcorn at a cinema. <laughs> what a great time. What a great time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get in contact with us. Get in contact with Naomi. And uh, let's all wish Jess the best by reinvigorating the old hashtag, hashtag pray for pray Bob. Pray for Bob. Yeah. Bring it back. She needs it. She needs it this week. Hopefully she'll be back next week. But if not, Naomi, you live here now. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> and until next week, I'll say thank you and goodbye. Laters. Bye. That's what Jess says. Really? I think she says bye, doesn't she? It's bye. Oh. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.